hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards Podcast. Hi, Michael. Where we talk about spirituality, news, and how we are now a 4.5 star rated podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Matt Polly, uh, Hey there. Brad Polly. Hey, everybody. And together we are the Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yes, we are indeed. Yep. So, uh, announcements. Um, voicemails. We're yeah, doing we Ask a, a Pastor. We need so like if you're listening to this, like in the first few days that this comes out, we need your help. We need lots and lots of voicemails. How many do we have so far? Um, we've got a handful of them. Okay, um, but the more the better. Yeah, it'll um, be a 20 minute show. We're doing uh, Ask a Pastor's episode. Um, so if if you'd like to call us and with your question. Silly, serious, whatever. Eight six seven no. five three zero nine. No, no, no. It is. I wish Jenny. we could buy that. All right. Well, I know for real. <laughs> All right, we are at four eight four pastored. That's four eight four seven two seven eight three seven three. Yeah, two ninety nine the first minute. Yep. Dollar ninety nine. No, it's right. completely free. Uh, call. Say your name so we know who you are. Ask for Dion. No, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to. I mean, you can. May not make the air, but we'll see. Um, yeah, and then we're also giving away three copies of Lisa Gunger's book. Yeah. So go to twitter.com slash bastards podcast. Um, and uh, we're going to have her on the for podcast more details. at some point. Yeah, we should get her on the, this podcast. <laughs> we should. Should we? What about tonight? Maybe tonight. Let's we'll do it tonight. Let's call her. Michael, give her a call, her. Her call would you? It's going re- to really suck if she doesn't call us. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh,. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lisa's awesome. Maybe we should call her. That's pretty much the whole podcast at that point. I'll just, we'll just, as opposed to every other week, we'll just it's ask just Matt the question. Paragon of uh, wisdom. And, hey, Matt. Yes. Um, so, why make this book? <laughs> I was bored. Netflix was down. Yes. Um, no. Okay. What? What else? I feel like there's another announcement. I forgot to write down the announcements this week. So voicemail. No, that's it. Do voicemails. a voicemail. Give away on twitter.com slash bastards podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. Give us a five-star rating because our rating is <laughs> yeah. going down because assholes have finally found our podcast. Yep. And they're just smashing that one star button. <laughs> smashing that one star. Yeah. So give us a, give us a five-star, write some words, and we'll read it on the, on the show. Uh, without further ado, let's uh, get into it. What are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? So there are people who are like yeah. listening to this podcast and are like, oh, they're gonna get into it. That means they're gonna talk to Lisa Gunger. Well, in about forty-five minutes. <laughs> Buckle up. There's a there's a whole mess of shit you gotta wait through. Shit show. You Hi everybody. Hi, this is our podcast. Ooh, and I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> not, not the listeners. No, just the three of us. Yeah, 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 just the three of us. So, you have to deal with all us. All right, all right, exactly. All right. You'll be. Excited. I'm very excited right <laughs> yes, now. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um. So, what are we drinking? This is this is a, a beer from. It's good. Ryan Barba Wire. Barba, Barba Wire. Wire. Yep. Uh, n- new Indiana resident. He. Uh, that's, well, I think he lived here before, and then he moved away. And then he and that back. is really good. That is That's dang nice. good. Yeah. Um, I, this is from somewhere. Fifty West. Fifty West. Yeah. I don't know where that is. It mm. doesn't say on the can. 
It is in. Oh wait, uh, Worcester Pike, Cincinnati, Worcester Ohio. Worcester Pike, Cincinnati. Oh, Worcester. I thought they said Worcester. Worcester. Worcester, like a rooster, but with a W. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it's good. Thank good job, you, buddy. Worcester. Way to put the. Michael can pass preschool now, so yes. that's good. Wooster. I got a pet Wooster. He's great. <laughs> Please stop. My pet Wooster's awesome. Are you done? He goes cock a doodle doo. Why do you sound like Mr. Herbert from uh, Family Guy? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Hey, never, never. Business, that's oh god, that guy's the worst. <laughs> All right. We need to add him to soundboard. No, it's, no, we don't. <laughs> it's called Million Dollar Road Hazy IPA. It's dang good, man. Yeah, it's kind of like a New England style IPA. Which I'm all about right it's now. Very nice. Yep. A long, strange journey. Yep. yep. Cool can too. It is. Yeah. It's it's simple. It's like a seventies throwback yeah, can. Kind sort of. Of. Yeah. I like or it. Or 60s. Yeah, 60s. 60s? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Who cares? It's got a magic bus on the front. It so does. Makes you want to hop on a bus. And yeah, I guess. A magic <laughs> bus? Yeah. Okay. That's good. Good insight. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is the hard hitting news. Makes you want to jump on a bus and. Uh, <laughs> and uh, eastbound and down. Uh, I like that song. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that song rules. Eastbound and down. Loading up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch your bandit run. Thank you, Jerry Reed. <laughs> if you'd like to buy us around, go to R. Patreon. That song fucking rules. Yeah, it's, don't even don't, it me. is awesome. If you'd like to buy us around, go to patreon.com. She Hulk to get into this fat bastard stuff. If you'd like to buy us around, go to patreon.com slash bastards podcast. We offer exclusive episodes of Pastors Community Church, Pup Crawl, Turd Talk, Hymns of Reconstruction, and special music. Do you not have teeth? At any level. goddamn teeth you can, for it. it hurts. Can you guys oh. just be quiet so I can talk about We are working it's not on fat something, Michael. Yet. It's not time. You did this last week, too. Um,. We're, at, we're preparing, Michael. Yeah, we're trying at, to keep from having dead air. At, we, you're you're ruining <laughs> the air that we do have. You're ruining. I, I think we're doing the air that. I breathe. Um, ruining the air I breathe. Your holy presence. <laughs> <laughs> that was a classic. <laughs> Man, I'm not. You. <laughs> I finger picked the shit out of that song. That's, uh, that's one of those songs that was like so easy to oversing. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. oversing it like. And I, <laughs> no, that's "We'll Always Love You." That was we'll Whitney Houston. It always, I always confuse the two. I always go straight to that. I don't know why. That's definitely that was <laughs> that definitely was definitely Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. <laughs> Good lord, what were you doing? That's, that's what was in my head. Why is? <laughs> Now, how I does think that the go? last three times to- I can't do it. I don't know. Now, I can't even think. <laughs> no, I, all I want to do is sing with. Now, I, I know. Can't, I can't I think can't, of the I other can't way. Think of it now. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Uh, so funny. I go straight to Whitney Houston. So <laughs> so funny. Uh, anyway, <laughs> if if you support us on Patreon, you get to go into the the Pastor's Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. Here's yep. some things that we talked about this week. Uh, Lucas Allen uh, sex week. <laughs> things. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's great. <laughs> the pub is a safe space, yes. except not really. <laughs> except for when it comes to Lucas Allen. Um, if you want to do the butt all wow. night. No. 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 Wow. 
Nope. Pass. It's a great song. Come on. And while I whip this out. <laughs> That's Michael. That was, no. that was Lucas this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> okay. Gosh. Oh. This is going to be a train wreck. This is already a train wreck. Uh, we also talked about death. So we got a lot of feedback about the death episode. Yes, we did. Uh, Good feedback. Yeah. Po- positive feedback about PCC as well. Wait, was that not the same thing? No, death. Oh, that's right. We t- what did I talk about? <laughs> Dude, I can't remember naming, naming the corpses. Point. Oh, yeah. It's right. it, was, well, it was kind of about it, death. It was linked. All linked in. Uh, Ish. See, yeah. it's we've got some uh, some fusion, some, some corporate yeah, there's fusion. Some here. There's I some continuity. I realized I realized I was doing the PCC this week and I realized like almost um, every episode is about suffering. But I've done like I, and I'm like, <laughs> well, okay, that's uh, yeah. let's talk about suffering this geez, week. Louise. Yeah. It has been like almost every episode. I apologize. Yeah, I'll, pa- I'll, uh, PCC is Pastors Community Church. It's on our Patreon. Go yep. check it out. Five bucks get you in. And ten cents get you nuts. Yep. yep. Um, we also talked. to... Oh, we, I started a Big Brother fantasy league. So, I, honest to God, I can't believe it. I just, you can't, no, I can believe it. Can you? you here, here's here's how many people are in. Let it? me ask you this question: Can you believe that it that it happened, or that I actually got people to join it? I can't believe that you got people to join it. Yeah. How many? Did you you get starting it? it doesn't surprise me yeah. in the least. There are six people. Because that there. was. Can you give them to six me after the show people. so I can unfriend them all? That was. Can <laughs> I just that preemptively. Was, when no. I saw that post about you starting that, I was like, that is peak Michael. Yeah. Like, yep. that, it doesn't get yep. any more Michael than that. Let's right start there. a fantasy league about Big Brother. Like I, oh, it starts God, tonight. Whatever. I'm missing the premiere of Big Brother for this. So, just throwing that out there. Sorry. It's a sacrifice. We all have to make our sacrifices. <laughs> I'm not seeing my family tonight because I'm here, but then go ahead. It's Big Brother's the problem. Yes, it's Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, we've also, um, thanks to Matt, um, Nasty Feet. No, the, no, no. Club. I didn't start goddamn no. anything. No, yeah. I was, I no, I was taking a picture of my wife. No, no, no. You've, yes. It, it goes before that. It is. You've done it enough. You've got a long time. history of nasty feet pics. Pub, pub selfie. I love foot. how fucking pub everything foot. is my fault. Pub everything that's bad is your fault. Pub, that's true. Pub foot selfie queen. No, you have you have you have several photos up with you do. Your, it's not. I don't care. I couldn't give fine, a crap. I, it's all the other ones because I'm are, the only one that's no, doing no, that. And that's the thing. You were the first. No. Oh, you were bull, the you were the trendsetter. Bullshit. You're the, you're the trendsetter. Oh my god, I've seen so many feet pictures. It's unreal. Uh, it's, now it's crazy. No. It's a thing. It's it's a thing. You started it. Can we move on? Yes. Yeah. Can we? What's but next? Nasty feet pics. Come on. Uh, yeah, um, feet don't bother me. I couldn't care I, less. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sexy. Michael, can't, Michael eats gas station meatloaf, is repulsed by feet pictures. Yep. Go figure. Yep. <laughs> Write it down. That's a pretty consistent life ethic. Also, a there, lot buddy. of people smoking cigars in the pub, too. And you yep. did just... Did you add I, a picture of that today? No, I didn't. Okay. Because you'd fucking make fun of me if I no, did. No, somebody so. else did. Somebody else was smoking one. Was it? I don't, I'm not in the pub right now, so... Okay. Yeah. Well, how are we going to get our feet pics? I'm going to send them to you directly. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm missing back, right? Hmm? You know what I'm gonna send back? No, right? no, no, that's why I'm not sending you anything. Stop. Yeah, I know. Stop. I know. Dueling picks. No, nope, <laughs> nope. That's why I don't ever send you anything because I know what I'm getting back if I do. So no, <laughs> nope. All right, ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Let's yeah. go. Oh gosh, that's loud. Bojangles here. Oh, What's man, up that with that loud. name? People think I'm funny. People I think I'm strange. Down. Rolling on up in the passing pub. He should sit well. Give me that, give me that, give me that food. Give me that, give me that, give me that food. I want that, I want that, I want that food. Give me that, give me that, give me that.
Time Bastards. out. <laughs> what you, why are you saying time out and then pointing at your crotch? I wasn't he pointing was my his, crotch, Michael. He was God damn his, it. He was Just continue. Continue. You're going to be all right over there, yeah. buddy? We're going to have a Just ignore, ignore the flops wet. We're going to have a gastrointestinal <laughs> issue. I didn't, I didn't even eat anything weird today. Matt's, like, <laughs> God. Matt's over your prairie dog and you can't get Michael's attention. I wish you could have seen it. <laughs> I was sitting in the perfect spot Michael for that stand, interaction. staring at his goddamn phone. Oh, and I'm, Man. Over here signaling like I'm He's trying like to direct an airplane. Just getting, some like, up, just getting some updates from uh, one of the, the multiple Big Brother oh, uh, fantasy leagues that I'm in. I'm in two. You guys never pay You've attention to this podcast. Uh, no, You're in two. Yeah, Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's completely natural, Brad. Uh, You're such a sad person. No. I you make me sad. You really do. <laughs> two. Not one. Multiple. 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 Yep. Hmm. I, did, I didn't even know life I, live. I didn't even know Big Brother Fantasy Leagues was a thing. I uh I've done it for several years. Oh, this is multiple years. Uh, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. I used to run my own. I had my own scoring system. It was I too much work. I used to run my own. Oh yeah. Yeah, I used to actually tally all the points and everything. But now they have a website for that. Right. You realize like all my sounds are related to Michael, right? <laughs> I, I realize. God that. damn it! Yeah, exactly. Every right. one of them is related to you. What do we have to eat? For uh, plenty of things. Uh, we're eating. Uh, oh wait. Oh, did, you did the song. That's right. You weren't paying attention to it. I, um, I was here. I hit the button. Gosh. Do you want me to play it again? Uh, no, it it's again? fine. No. no. Uh, we're eating. Ja- no. <laughs> Japanese mochi. It's Ugh. kind of a pastry, I think. Yeah. Japanese style mochi. What, which ones are these? That one, I think, is the green tea. I think there's nothing on this package that's gonna. We should have kept Ooh, it with the, the box. The texture's a little weird. It's pretty soft. It's it's a little like. Hand me one. Of I'm this. getting there, buddy. Just a minute. It kind of yields a little here bit. You go. Uh, so it's like Jello if it was knocked up a notch. Uh, yeah, I don't like. This has your, ooh, what is that? Yeah. What is this? You know, made I was thinking that was powdered sugar. I think it's like flour on the outside of that. It's not powdered sugar. Hey, tell oh. me, tell me that doesn't look like a green powdered anus. <laughs> it kind of does. See the crack and then the little. There's little a little. Star there's shape. a little rusty balloon out there. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. it's pronounced a noose. <laughs> man, that's been a while since it's, you brought that out. So it's Marvin got, the Martians. We, can you get those out? No. I think those are the. Oh, these are the brown ones. These are the, no. Uh, these are the these are the red red bean ones here. What the hell? What are these? Those are taro. Okay. So we've got. Diff- three different flavors of Japanese style well, let's mochi. Let's do this one first so we don't get them mixed well, let's, up. Do okay, we know okay. anything about mochi? No, no, absolutely not. I found these somewhere and I thought they sounded interesting for you fat thought, bastards. Oh, let's eat some mochi. <clears throat> yep. Okay, so let's do the green tea. Okay. Green well, tea. How are we rating these? it's green tea. Oh, oh, geez. Can we do something that isn't racist um, against um, Japanese people? Um, <laughs> tea ceremonies? Yeah. Uh, Mount Suribachis? Yeah. Five... Yeah, there's really not nothing. Say it. Yeah, I'm not gonna all say right. It. I think we've already done the. Uh, yeah, five rising suns. Yeah, there that? it is. There you Let's go. Do five that. rising <laughs> suns. There we go. God, you're terrible. No, my God, God damn terrible. it. God, you're terrible. No, I said we already did it. We're not doing it this. Time. Oh, did we? No, we didn't. I, I did. Yeah, he sure. did. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yes. There's no we. What the fuck we? Well, if, if it explodes right. in my mouth, dude. That's the te- the texture of this. Okay, so this is. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so this is green tea. Stay out of the microphone. Wait, hold on. Wait, what's Michael doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm doing my job okay. over here. Well, you're not Gosh. doing your job. So okay. You're supposed to be eating. I am. Here we go. All right, ready? Oh, mm. oh. 
Okay, that was not what I was expecting with that texture. I'm not. I'm not sure about the flower. Like, what's with the flower on the outside? Just like a little, little. Okay, those. They're not bad, bad actually. Just a little, little it, dough ball. It was okay initially. That was kind of a textural freakout because I was expecting a pastry. It's almost like a really soft gummy. A little bit, yeah. It's gelatinous for sure. Um, that the. It's that, not terrible. No, it tastes like green tea. That's yeah. really pretty good, actually. If you can get past, like the te- like I said, texture, a little weird on yeah. it. I don't, I don't get the flour on the outside. Like, it's I don't, a little I'm doughy. wondering it if it's so doughy. it doesn't stick to anything. Here, yeah. Michael, here's some red bean. All right. That's um, actually, that's not bad. I'm no, that's, a, yeah, that's pretty good. I'll give the uh, green tea a, uh, I'll do like a three and a half. That's yeah, a I'll really give, good I'll flavor. I'll give it a, th- a three just because. I wasn't expecting, didn't know what to expect. Honestly, yeah. I'm going four on that. Yeah, I, that's I, pretty damn good. It is pretty actually. good. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I'm I'm this one I'm not. As but it is it about. is kind of like a like a really. It, it's kind of hard to explain. It's kind of like a gummy, but covered in flour. Yeah, I guess. it basically is. Yeah. What is what kind of red bean is this? It just says red bean, so oh, I couldn't God. tell you. This one, I'm probably nervous about this one. So many right, jokes I'm not saying go. right now. Just know that I'm I'm not saying them. Mm. Oh, that's good. It does taste like bean a little bit, like, but not like. No, that's that's. I think I might actually like that one even better than the green. You know what that reminds me of? Sweet bean. Okay, yeah. You're gonna think I'm weird. It reminds me of honeycombs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Doesn't it? Does totally honeycomb cereal? Yes. The taste. It does. That's why I like. How weird is that? Man, I that's. I, that's I am, weird. I must say, I am pleasantly surprised with these. I'll go. Giving, I'll go three and a half. I'm on giving those. that one a four. I like that one even better that than a four the. Too. Uh, yeah, that's that's way better. Now this one is kind of a wild card. It tastes like a freaking honeycomb. That's weird. It is kind of weird. <laughs> it, is, it is odd. Like the texture of the fill, because it's like a filled gummy. Yeah, yeah is the best like, way I can describe it. It's like a doughy, a filled. I tell you what, we'll take a picture. Ball. We'll take a picture. Put it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so this one is taro. What's taro? Well, it's the stuff they make poi out of and what's poi? Hawaii. It's pounded taro root. So there you go. I'm so we're defining it, like it with the definition. Pretty that, much. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Uh, so this, uh, okay. Well, um, yeah, here hmm. we go. This one right. is off-puttingly white. Hey, anybody want to guess what color is in the inside? Don't look. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is the bean one. Hmm? That's the bean one. The other one was the taro. Was it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, uh, that's fine. Mm. That's probably a three. I'm not as no. I'm not as crazy about that as I am the other one. That's definitely the bean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get a I, lot of bean though. Like, yeah, I do, a little bit. Like, I'm not a huge bean. You fan, taste so that, the the stuff in the middle. It's like refried yeah, beans, bro. It's bean. I don't know. That's fine. I don't like that one. I'll, I'll give that, that one, one a. Uh, it was probably my least favorite of the three. I'll go three I, on I'll those. go three. Yeah, those are not. I'll go one on that one. Ugh, just re- it's, straight it's, up refried bean. See, I it's hate beans. Very, I don't get a lot of bean. It's, it's very beany. Is I'm it? surprised you don't get more bean out of that. I just didn't. That's <laughs> that's the green tea was the winner for me. That was a, that was. Damn I liked good. the uh, taro the best, and then it was the yeah. green tea, and the then hun- the uh, I, yeah yeah. The, I was really surprised by the taro one. That was the honey. I haven't had honeycombs in two decades. I bet at least you need and a I remedy. Still, that. yeah. I know they're so good. That's a good cereal that's uh, dry, if you eat it dry. Mm-hmm. That's a good dry cereal. Man, those are good. So it's crack- we, should, we should rank uh, dry, dry cereals. cereals. Crackle Note brand's number one. 
We should crackle do like and a, oat brand? I don't know if they make it anymore. Yeah, that's not number it. one. It was fine. No, was for meat dry cereal. Uh, for, I like Fruit Loops dry. Yeah. Oh, we're just we're good. just ranking cereals dry, as dry, dry cereals. cereals. Oh man. Well, let's do top three dry cereals. Oh god. Fruit. Fr- mm. Fruit Loops. Ooh, Golden Grams are pretty good. Golden oh. Grams. Yeah. Gold. Oh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Golden Grams, Cinnamon Toast, cinnamon toast, toast Crunch. Too messy for, for that on the Cinnamon cr- Yeah, toast. they do. Okay. So I would Not do. A, I used to take those to the factory, so I was wearing my factory shit, and I would just wipe it on my pants. Yeah. So I would do, I would do those matter. two. <laughs> if, you and got then, some, if you got some old baby wipes with some cinnamon. <laughs> those two, Cinnamon's and then uh, what Reese's Puffs. Ooh, oh, yeah, Reese's good yeah. are good. I'm still putting crackling oat bran in there, man. I used to eat the crap out of that stuff. That was great. God, that, yeah, but only at Grandma's house. She was the only no, one. No, Mom and Dad had it. Did she? Oh, did, yeah, we, we bought did? that. Yes. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Love well, that stuff. This concludes Fat Pastards. Let's uh, get into the news feed. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the news feed. I talked to Andy Moore uh, two days ago. Yeah. Yep. For a uh, car from <laughs> different Andy Moore. Different just, guy. Just a local joke. We discussed that that very song. So yeah, uh, newsfeed. What do don't we got? Don't mind me. I'm just over here eating mochi. I don't even have my newsfeed up. I need to. I'm slacking. Right. You got one? Well, once I'm done chewing this. Just eating my mo- my mochi. My mochi. Mochi. Yeah, the green tea is pretty great. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm. It I doesn't gonna... taste like fake green tea flavored. It, no, it tastes like, like green, green tea. tea, which is it's awesome. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are right. we going to stay up all night because you ate that? Because the green tea does have caffeine. No, a little bit. not really. A little bit. Not. Little I, bit. I've had three bites, Michael. It's probably fine. All right. It's probably um, concentrated. I hope you're up all night. Man. <laughs> I hope it doesn't make me shit my brains out. Man, everything does. All right. Man loses, no, that's fe- man loses feeling in his legs and nearly dies due to colossal poop. Uh, <laughs> Same. Uh, I did think of you. I appreciate that. Doctors in Australia have intervened after a man became so constipated his fecal matter gave him paralysis in one of wow. their legs. Wow. I think I'm about 10 minutes from that, actually. 53-year-old took himself to the emergency room with abdominal pain that had been building for three days, swelling and nausea. He was also experiencing pain in his right leg, which he was unable to move for the past 24 hours. The leg had no palpable pulse and was cold to the touch. Ooh, that's not good. God, it was cutting off blood flow? Yep. Wow. So so it turns out they they did tests for there was no, he doesn't take drugs. There's no risk of vascular disease, no significant medical history to speak of. He just had a lot of poop. Turns out he just really, really had to crap. Do we know what the stats are on the size of this poop? Uh, no, no, because it hadn't come out at this point. So, uh, a rectal damn near killed examination, uh, <laughs> revealed that the man had impacted stools, a scan Multiple of his stools, a scan of his abdomen, which I can show you the scan, dude. Yeah. To say this man is full of shit. Oh man. Like, wow. You can, can you, you can tell how many, uh. Uh, malt, how many stools are on there based on the rings once Look. you cut it in the middle? <laughs> it's got little wow. yeah. rings of poop. Holy shit. That's poop. Yeah. Literally. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Is that his That's his, his abdomen. Oh, yeah. Man. So, a lot of cheese eating or uh, what? It revealed he was suffering from uh, life-threatening abdominal... Abdominal? Abom- abominable. 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 That's abominable syndrome. shit, for sure. 
Uh, the scan revealed it had become so backed up it had distended his large intestine and put pressure on his right iliac artery. Oh. This pressure caused the pain in his leg as well as the paralysis. It cut off an artery, basically. To wow. Whoa! Yeah, for real. Man. Yup. I'm assuming uh, they did it surgically. Well, I would think you would have to. You have some X lax, Miralax. Yep. Came. Man. Yeah. Came TLC. Don't go chasing that, waterfalls uh, right out. Boy, how that, much do you have to eat to build up that? Well, much I mean, shit it doesn't in matter if you're. I mean, in a eating, few days. But if he had, I mean, who knows how long it had been since he'd actually gone? It well, said he'd had pain for three oh, days. Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's uh, that's no good though. No. Uh, speaking of no What's good, the longest you've gone without pooping? I have no idea. Man, I had a kid, though. I've gone a week. A couple hours. <sighs> I've gone a week. Took a youth group to uh, CIY. That's a long time to go without a We poop. were in Mexico at the time, and you had to like bag uh, your toilet paper, and I was like, nope. My butthole just shut up. Uh, like It was just like... Oh, okay. how, did, how good did it feel whenever... Right. Can we stop, I pooped please. before we crossed the border, and Can I pooped we when we got back this, across please? the border. Hey, you, there are there are pleasure nerves in your anus that make it feel good to have a dump. And I things. like how we restarted this podcast For because that, of me. Yes. And he just said, there's pleasure nerves in we your did, anus. We did have our for another... Gosh! Uh, self... Uh, self What's that called? Censoring? Yeah. Yeah, we did have a restart. It was um, Matt, Matt's fault. But now we have pleasure nerves in your anus. Yeah. So that's... Way to go, Michael. All no, right. I'm just saying, it feels good. <laughs> He's just going to keep digging that hole. All right. I did have a kid youth group. In youth group, we went to CIY one week, and he had never really been away from his family. Uh-huh. This is a high schooler. Yeah. You probably know who this is. I'm not going to say the name. But, <laughs> um, is he listening to this podcast? No, I highly Kind of it. awkward. Yeah, well, more than A little, of, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. So... <laughs> He like as the week goes on, he just looks miserable. Like he just keeps looking more and more miserable. I'm like, what is going on with this? He's found the spirit. I I he's say being, to him, okay, he's so being convicted. We got there on. He's be exercised. We get there on Sunday night or like Monday morning. Yeah, all right. This was Thursday evening. Oh my gosh! I said to him, "What's your deal?" And he was like, "I I really have to poop." I said, "Go poop." What are you doing? Like. That's why you've been like miserable all week. He was like, I just, I really, I don't like going in public. I said, dude, okay, here's the deal. You're going to die. The whole dorm is going to empty out to go to dinner, stay behind and poop. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I love that you like, I know made it. An event. So in case you're wondering anything that what they don't teach you in youth ministry in, uh, in, so in Bible college, kid go teaching a, kids how to take a shit. God's sake. I could have killed him anyway. Uh, okay. So the next one, uh, Kansas man wouldn't stop fucking a car until he was tased. <laughs> hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, feel baby. he felt something else. Uh, so, I'm very excited yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, please, I am not <laughs> of that. All right. <laughs> um, Kansas man depends how much vitamin E I get my get my hands on. Yeah, no, he, I don't think he did a lot of kissing. Stop it. Kansas man was charged with lewd and lascivious behavior when cops found him sticking his dong in the tailpipe. Oh, why there? Oh, I, well, I mean... Why uh, there, Michael? Do, I, do we have to talk about I, what anatomy just, looks I like? Have, do I need to draw a diagram for I you? I just assumed it was so, like dry hump in the, 20, the trunk or something. 23-year-old Kansas man uh, was, 
was charged. 23 all Kansas, man. Tony Someone Bedora. in an apartment complex saw a man. Tony, was it you? Admit it. Saw a man scuffling around in the parking lot under a car. That person <laughs> called 911, and when the cops arrived, they found this guy nailing his car. Oh, he didn't man. stop. When the cops showed no, up, he wouldn't just stop. kept going. The cops tased him to <laughs> get him to stop. Making eye contact. Tased him. <laughs> really, really intense eye contact. <laughs> I, I wanna, I wanna, I'd like to think it was like the uh, the guy on Super Troopers where he's got the bear costume. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, car. Car fucker. Car fucker. <laughs> the cops were car fucker. All right. Uh, so... Um, they so they tased him to get him to stop. Man. They took his blood. His blood alcohol level was four times the legal. Wow! <laughs> so the idea point the old drink till she's hot. <laughs> like that's that some adage serious, has some serious beer he goggles. Really had to drink Man, a lot. I hope that dude uh, had that car parked for a while because he's gonna get some serious third degree burns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Jeez. Those dude, those things. Man, do. this is hot. Yeah. No, like literally. So, uh, yeah, there's there's point three two. Uh, how did you even get it up? That's well, <laughs> that's a, challenge accepted. That like alcohol a has a depressive effect on the system. So like, ah oh, man, there's a, there's a term whiskey dick for that a reason. Was, uh, oh. Really, well, well, the more you know. <laughs> it, it I need that sound a, effect. That's what we need. Da, we need da, the, da, da. the more you know. Oh boy, oh. that's really great. Neat. Yep. All right. You ready? Sure. Yep. All you can eat offer bankrupts Chinese hot pot restaurant in two weeks. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you think I after love... three days when you're hemorrhaging money, you'd go? Maybe we should stop. A Chinese. I hot... love a good Chinese <laughs> hot pot. Uh, Who hot's awesome? By the way, that's not uh, hot. No, hot. It's no, I know, but it's still freaking good. Who hot? Not awesome. It's closed because they found rats in the fryer. Oh, wait, no. where? In Bloomington. Oh. The I've one that are like eaten, three man. times. It's, it's closed. Right. It's not yeah, coming it's back. He's yeah. uh, gone. Well, that's a drag. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Rats in the fryer. Really? Rats in the fryer. <laughs> Rats in the fryer in, in the silver, silver spoon. spoon. <laughs> Little boy blue and the man in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. All right, go ahead. That's a man. That's a deep cut for Michael. Yeah. I'm impressed with that. I that's can't a, believe you knew anything by Harry Chapin. If I'm honest, I really surprised. Who, by who that. redid that song? Um, Weird Al. No, sure. no, no, Weird. no. Was it Ugly somebody, Kid Joe? Did they? No. Who? What? Somebody redid that song. I don't song. think anybody redid. Yes, that they song. did. They absolutely did. Google it. I'm not. Go ahead and YouTube. I'm not going to YouTube right. that. A Chinese right. hot pot restaurant has been forced to close its doors after an all-you-can-eat deal left it more than a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Man. Uh, Jaminer, that's what I'm going with. Uh, <laughs> in the city of Chengdu, shut its doors for good last week after customers oh, took it was advantage. Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah, it was. I told you. I told you they redid it. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. What? Didn't they do the three the three little pigs? No, or that was uh, Green Jello. Oh, well, that they had to change the name to Green Jelly. That's right. They got sued by that's Jello. Right. I always no, confuse Ugly Kid Joe did. Uh, I hate everything. That's about you. it. I confused them, yeah. Green Jelly, and uh, Jackal. <laughs> With the chainsaw. They used the chainsaw during their song. <laughs> wow. Boy, speaking of deep cuts, that's the first jackal reference on the podcast. Uh, anyway. Uh, jackal. This, <laughs> the restaurant in the city of Chengdu shut its doors for good last week after customers took advantage of a $25 all-you-can-eat deal. Oh, no, wait, wait. No, 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 no. It gets worse. Wait. Customers paid the fee and received a membership card that entitled, entitled them to unlimited food for the month. Oh, 
that's a that's I mean less than a dollar. Twenty five bucks. Somebody did not for a month. Somebody did not go to business school. Some customers yeah. reportedly shared their car around with family and friends. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, drastically increasing the volume of meals being consumed on a single purchase. The neighborhood restaurant never made it through the first month of the promotion after it began receiving in excess of five hundred customers a day after the deal commenced with long queues forming for the before the doors opened and lasting till late in the evening past closing. Does anybody know of a good hot pot place around here? I've always wanted to do that, and I don't know of a good one around. There's got to be one in Indy somewhere, Um, right? There probably is, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so there was a lot of, obviously, a lot of people saying, one people, one person said, never never underestimate the Chinese appetite. Um, (laughs) I mean, but that's a dollar a day. Yeah, I know. That's actually... The the owners... Less less than than a dollar dollar a day. day. Yeah. Owners told the pub the... The publication they anticipated losing some money, but thought they could accumulate accumulate more repeat customers in the process. Like if you did a twenty five dollar one time thing, all you could eat, or like even, that makes more even sense. Even twenty five dollars for three days or something like, that makes more sense. Um, you get people in the door to taste your food, and then they go, "Oh, this is great! I'll come back and pay the normal price." Yeah, yeah. Um, hot pot is very popular in Chengdu, which has a yeah. population of more than ten million. It's estimated there are about 20,000 hot pot restaurants wow. across the city. Jeez. So you've got to differentiate yourself somehow. Yeah. yeah. So by you did. Going but into bankruptcy. <laughs> according to data released by China's. I declared bankruptcy. Um, <laughs> according to data, Chengdu's rest, residents spent $3 billion eating at hot pot restaurants wow. in 2016. It's more than $800 a person. Man, that's. Wow. And those are. That's, I don't. I think in China, like. Food's not super expensive. So yeah. that's, that's a, a lot, lot of money. hot pot. That's a lot of hot wow. pot. Hot pockets. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, next. Uh, the best way to wipe your butt, according to experts. Oh. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Well, I guess. All right. I'm ready. Curtis Asbury, wait, wait. MD. Didn't you guys give me shit about pleasure centers in the butt, and we're going to do a whole th- segment on there? Yeah, I think that's different. It's a little different, buddy. Well, you're not wiping your butt right then. Go ahead. Curtis Asbury sees it all the time. Please turn that on. God, that is one of the worst songs ever. It is terrible. It's a dance, by the way. Yet it's still on the podcast. Uh, A patient comes in with... (laughs) No wonder we're 4.5 stars now. (laughs) Okay, you ready? Uh, Curtis Asbury, MD, sees it all the time. A patient comes in with a blotchy, red, irritated rectum. Damn, Damn near, near killed, killed him. him. Yeah, we, yeah. Sorry, I was taking a drink at the. Exact <laughs> I was up same in. Uh, by the way, I was up in uh, Muncie the other day. There's a doctor rector up there, and oh, I immediately no. said, "Damn near killed her." Like yeah. that was immediately what went through my head. <laughs> it's right now from the Starbucks we service. Uh, and insists they're not doing anything unusual. Peering into their sore bottom, um, mm. Asbury nods solemnly, then delivers news most people never expect to hear. You're not wiping correctly, he says. <laughs> Oh my oh God, that's loud! Turn that down. That's you really appropriate, little, though. Yeah, Good job. Do you, you see the little 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 fader on the side there? Turn turn that about halfway. Fader? Yeah. Nope, we're not talking right. about it. Um, all right, a dermatologist <laughs> practicing in Selbyville, Delaware, Asbury's seen an uptick in the number of people coming to express dissatisfaction with the rectal hygiene. Same, whether it's due to misguided parent, uh, parental instruction during toilet training or wiping on sheer instinct. Some of us have <laughs> wiping on sheer instinct. I'm not sure anybody what? told me how to wipe. Like, I'm sure they did, but like, I don't remember that. I don't remember a class in school. No, I don't. It's, it's uh, like that episode on Parks and Rec where everybody's drinking with their mouth over yeah, the, water, <laughs> the water fountain. Yeah, yeah. you're doing it incorrectly. Yes. Uh, he says it's called uh, perianal dermatitis. Oh, well. Uh, it's a topical irritation that afflicts people who are wiping poorly, infrequently, or overzealously. <laughs> 
<laughs> for zealous swiping. Well, that would be Michael, apparently. He no, gets a kick out of it, I guess. I, 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 it was a joke, Brad, for the podcast. Was it? I tell jokes on this podcast. Uh, okay, here's some pro Is tips. Where we landed on that? Here's your pro tips for clean butt. Uh, give up wet wipes. Oh, I okay. don't do that. Yeah, anyway. I don't do That's gross. It I can't. Is. Yeah. No. I am not a child. Nope. Nope. Uh, even the all-natural ones can cause problems. So yeah, the, I mean, any, can, any kind of chemical, yeah. They usually... Um, and the wipes aren't rinsed off this right is away. Very so. informative. Can we I'm, move on? No, I'm try, no, trying. Well, to. We got this. Is valuable. This is this is a, a service to the people. Um, and dry paper is not the way to go either. Even though that's what we all use. They say uh, the day the water. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. We don't live in Europe, and nope. bidets are not around I am, anywhere. Nope. So. I'm a fan of bidets. Where have you ever used one? Don't worry about it. None of your business. Oh, I'm not. Don't worry. What? Asbury is an advocate why, of this. Here's the, why do you have to be creepy about it? I ask you a simple question, and you get weird and creepy. You can buy one. Yeah, I know you can, but do you? You don't have one, do you? Don't worry about it. Come what, on, what is house, it? You. So if I shit at your house, I have to squirt water in my butt. Is that what you're saying? I, mean, I don't mind using a bidet, but why do you have to be so creepy about it? <laughs> it's God. my job. It's totally my job. God, I just ask a simple. I just. I know. I just wanted an I answer. A y- yes or no? <laughs> or where did you use one? Don't don't worry about it. I know. <laughs> and he's like half winking at me. I don't get it. What's the joke? <sighs> okay, so if you don't want to do a bidet, even though it flushes out the residual fecal go matter, out, go outside in your garden with your garden. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, um, he says, "What I tell people is to use it, people to use is Viva, a really soft, thick paper towel made by Kleenex. You get a squirt uh, bottle, leave it near the toilet, most moisten the paper towel. Probably not septic friendly. Regu- yeah, I was okay, say, you can't like, flush. You can't flush. Yeah, it's the problem. I was gonna so say, that's not that's a non-starter friendly. for me. <sighs> uh, he says wipe in the right direction, which is um, down. Correct? Isn't that supposed to no, be the correct? No, he says yeah, oh, Okay, I thought I'd heard one time that that was I. Well, for do that, for like, I know for like women. I know when you have a, if you have a baby girl, you don't wipe towards the vagina because well, you yeah, can affect correct. it. You yes. get a urinary tract. Yes. It's yeah. less of a problem for, for dudes, yes. but he says, no. Um, okay. Side to side. Got me walking side. Well, you know the old joke, don't you, Michael? No. Yeah. No, what is it? Stop whatever it is you're doing. Stop whatever it is you're doing. No, it's fine. No. Why does your crack go up and down? Why? Because if it went side to side when you slide down a rail, it'd go. We're four now. All right. Can we move on to something? I had not actually. We really are on a time. You never heard that? No. Never heard it. Well, he was homeschooled. Anyway. um, I I was not homeschooled (laughs) during the time where that joke would have been hilarious. We just told dead baby jokes. What? I don't even. Anyway. No, let's not. Anyway, the best way is obviously a bidet is the cleanest way. Right. Yeah. I'm just not there. I can't. I'd do it, but I don't have a bidet. Yeah. I'm not going to have you a can bidet. Buy, you can buy it. You can like buy it. It's like $35 bucks on Amazon. What? Yeah, 35 bucks on Amazon. You just probably hook it into your toilet. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a, you add it on to your existing toilet? Yeah. Yeah, it's like this. I mean, basically that. Oh, ooh, boy. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. They don't make that look very, mm. very mm. pleasing. Mm. Do no, they? not at all. There's some other models out there. God, he's so creepy. What are you, a spokesperson? Do you have now? a bidet? I don't care. I'm not going to make fun of you. I just come on over. Oh, no, nope. God. I don't even want to go. I never want to go to your house again. I ever. hate for this podcast so much. For so many reasons, I never want to go I've to your house. I've never wanted to go home more in my life during this podcast. I like how we started over because I made a joke about Marilyn Monroe. God. Yep. She's dead. You can't. I... <laughs> so are like half the people we talk about in this podcast, Michael. <laughs> We are on a time crunch. Can you please? Yes, I've got, I've got nine. 
No, nine. I don't have nine. It's a slow news week. A hermit who escaped civilization to live naked on a desert island is forced to return to Japan by the authorities <laughs> after 29 years. Dang. Wow. 82-year-old. I'm not even going to try his name. Yeah, please don't. Masa, Masafumi. Let's go with his first name. Okay. Masafumi. All right. That works. Uh, escaped civilization in 1989 for a life of solitude. Wow. Uh, he stayed on the island, rarely uh, visited outside of his island. Um, even fishermen don't go there because it's it's kind of like a dangerous island. There's a lot of, um, you know, fishing hazards like for current, boats. Bad currents. Yeah. Stuff. I think probably some sandbars, whatnot. Um, but uh, he... They basically removed him because he was in, in bad health. He, he basically had the flu. And uh, they do wellness checks on him. And uh, he had the flu and they took him back. And huh. now he's fine. He wants to go back home. But they now won't they him. won't let him. He's he's not well, allowed to go back sucks. there. Yeah, man. Let the guy. What's, the guy wants to yep. die on the island. Let him die on the island. Yep. It was a yeah, I, I mean, kilometer, uh, kilometer. kilometer. Well, it says kilometer on here. It's, it's spelled weird. Um, Mitri. Yeah, T-R-E. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a wide... <laughs> Kilometra. Ki- Kilometra, wide <laughs> island. Um, yeah, that's not very not, big. Not large. A mile and a... I mean, it's a kilometer no, it's like, longer. Uh, is a kilometer longer than a mile? No. Shorter. So Shorter. it's like a mile and a quarter or something like that almost, or not quite? No, it'd be less than a mile. Less than a mile, isn't it? I think. A kilometer's longer? No. I think kilometers are People shorter in, than a mile. People are, are UK listeners. Yeah, like, I know. What the fuck? I know. Sorry. We're idiots. Yeah, we don't know. Refuse to go to the metric system. Point six miles. Reason. There. Point six. Point six two yeah, miles. Not, not, not a big... Man, so he can find everything he needs to live on that island. In well, a half mile island, basically. Uh, it sounds like people would send him shipments of like oh, rice okay. cakes. Oh, Like his sister did. Okay. Um... And he just wants to go back. You know what? Man. Good for him. They should let him just die on the island if he wants. That's what he wants. Yeah. And he said, he says, um, like, uh, can you imagine what a shock to your system it would be to like go live in civilization again after 29 years? Like that oh, would be, man. yeah, almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a year into his stay. So why he's naked is because um, that his clothes were washed away by a typhoon. <laughs> so oh, that's why gosh. he started getting. That's why he. Well, if there's nobody naked. there, who yeah, cares? Yeah, who cares? So, like your greatest risk at that point is sunburn and bug bites. Say, I mean, let it fly, brother. Go yeah. for it. Yep. So he said he spent most of his days stretching in the sun, cleaning his camp, Ooh. and uh, and uh, trying little, to avoid insect bites. Yoga. Yeah. <laughs> trying what? Uh, trying to avoid insect bites. Oh, oh I'm sure. That. Yeah. Uh, he wanted he wanted the island to be his final resting place. So, See, man, God damn it! Yeah. Just send the guy back. Yeah, man. seriously. What's he hurting? He's Nobody. hurting no one. He said. Um, it hadn't really occurred to me before how important it is to choose the place of your death. Like whether it's in a hospital or at a home huh. or with a family by your side, but to die here surrounded by nature, you just can't beat it. Can you? Yeah. I mean, so I'm kind of with him. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, with I'm with completely. him. Completely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Florida. This is a product update. Should have done this one first. Dang it. Uh, Florida Brewery unveils a six-pack ring that actually feeds sea turtles. I've seen this before. Oh, I, I think there's other places doing yeah. this, maybe. Yep. So, sea-friendly. You basically can chuck it in the ocean and... Well, but don't do that. But it does... If, if well, it happens to make its way... Yeah, it's it's food for turtles. Yeah, see? So, like this podcast. Food know, for I'm turtles. still kind of conflicted about just chucking it in yeah, the ocean. Yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep, there's that. Um, and then, here we go. Are you ready? No. This is New Jersey man. Uh, 
A neighborhood parking dispute in Somerset County turned bloody uh, after a man pulled a sword from his car <laughs> and began slashing at another man who was swinging a four-foot contractor level. <laughs> hmm. So the sword's probably going to win there. Yes. Uh, the battle unfolded at 10.30 p.m. on Wednesday in the area of North Street uh, and no- North 9th Avenue in Manville, according to Somerset County Prosecutor's Everybody Office. Everybody got that? Uh, Jared Rosano, 35, the alleged swordsman. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> <laughs> he uh, is facing multiple charges. I knew charges. I'd need that at some point. That's great. Multiple charges, including second-degree aggravated assault, and was taken uh, to the Somerset County Jail. Uh, the 40 year old man on the other end of the fight suffered deep cuts to oh, yeah. his head, arm, wow. and also had one of his fingers nearly severed as a result. Dude. Wow. So it sounds like the, the 40 year. Yeah. Over a parking space? <laughs> Over a parking space? Um, I don't know if it's a parking space. It's just, it's some sort of like road rage thing, I think. <clears throat> so I just, Road rage just pisses me off so bad. Yeah. Like, it's like. What? How you angry. were angry long yeah. before that person yeah. cut you off? Yeah, and it sound, yeah it was over at a parking space. Yes, it was. It was over a parking space. God. So you um, almost killed a guy over a parking space. So the the forty year old man with the with the contractor level started the the fight with the, with his level in verbal assaulting, uh, and then that's when Rizzano, uh pulled out his sword. Es- escalated. Joey Rizzano, yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yep. You don't fuck with the Rizzano. He uh, was struck several times with the uh, with the level. Has bruises. Hey, and done. You try my linguini, huh? <laughs> to his back. Paisan, huh? His bruises and abrasions to his back, face, arm, and leg. You friggin' jabroni, huh? <laughs> so, um, so he, this dude was acting in self defense, but he's the one who's in jail. So, well, he did bring out a goddamn sword. Well, so. the guy was beating him with a freaking level. Then punch him. Don't bring out a freaking sword. I mean, if you've got a sword. Or maybe get back in your car and call the cops. Yeah. Or, yeah, drive too. off. Yeah, there's that. So. What are having the good old days when we could just flip people off and be done with it? Yeah. Like, somebody cut yeah. you off in traffic, you'd go around him, you'd give him the finger, and you'd move on. Yeah. He also faces charges for... I don't give the for... finger to people anymore, because you could literally get shot. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. People totally. are stupid enough to do I that. couldn't tell you last time I did. I it's been a long time. I don't give people the finger. Yeah. I don't... Yep. Uh, he also faces um, charges for third-degree possession of a weapon for unlawful for an unlawful purpose in fourth degree unlawful possession of a weapon. Was it the sword of destiny? <laughs> it was the one sword sword from the stone. <laughs> it was. Are you bleeding? I might be. My socks are wet. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's. I'll buy you a hundred George Michaels. You can teach to drive. Yep. What else you got, buddy? That's it. Okay. I just had had three this week instead of 18. That's great. So, um, yeah. Really that's... happy about that because I won't have to spend nine years putting everything <laughs> on Twitter later. Yes. Um, oh, poor you. I did all the research for those. You should have. The least you can do is copy and paste. Research. Yeah. You didn't put that in quotes when you said it? <laughs> Quote, research. unquote, research. Yeah. I, I 
Check you just use the sword. same word that is used for scientists that are um, trying to find a cure for children's cancer yeah. research. Me and Hillary McBride research. No, we actually, we no, no, no. You're not even going to put yourself on the same level. We actually have we actually have audio of Michael doing research. Yeah. No, it's more like this. Fucking eye of the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. That's what I listen to when I'm preparing uh, for this Tell podcast. me that song doesn't pump you it up. It does. Yep. That soundtrack is just perfect. It is. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's do further up, further in. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Ready for this? Lisa Gunger uh, started loving music and art as a child. After college, she began recording and traveling with the band uh, that eventually turned into the Grammy-nominated musical collective simply known as Gunger. They're kind of good. They're very good. Lisa now lives in Los Angeles with her husband and their two beautiful and wild girls, Amelie and Lucy. I love the name Lucy. I like the name Amelie. Yeah, I do too, but Lucy's such a great name. Uh, She continues to write for Gunger, Planet Moon, The Liturgists, uh, plus contributes to uh, a handful of other publications. Lisa's book, The Most Beautiful Thing I've Seen, is out now. And just a reminder, we are giving away three copies on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash fastest podcast. Uh, but go ahead and buy buy a copy now. Yep. Don't 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 wait. Don't hesitate. Buy it now. Uh, without further ado, let's go further up, further in. If yep. she if she doesn't call us, then <laughs> well, no, yeah. you'll know here in about <laughs> twenty <Yep>. seconds. <laughs> here we go. Further up, further up, further up, further yeah. 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 All right. We have Lisa Gunger with us today, tonight. I guess it's not really today. It's this evening. <laughs> hi, Lisa. This evening, this fine evening. Hi. Hi. Lisa, live from live from the back of a lift. <laughs> yes. Which is a first for us. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Right. On her I way to love- the airport to, I don't know where are you going. Are you going home? I'm going home. I'm going back to Los Angeles. Oh, excellent. Where our Apparently, our living room is there's water leaking from the ceiling. Oh, God. Uh, so that's going to be one. Oh, no. There you are hoping for a delayed or canceled flight. Uh, I know, <laughs> let let I know, Mike let yeah. Michael deal with it. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to go to a hotel and deal with all that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Our travel plans got switched up a little bit today. So, um, uh, so yeah, I'm in a car for the interview. It's going to be a good time. All right. Sweet. Excellent. Okay, so for our uh, listeners that may or may not be uh, familiar with you, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are. Who is Lisa Gunger? Okay. I could make up anything right now. You yeah, absolutely you could. Could. Uh, you absolutely and feel could. free to. Yeah. I, I could say anything. <laughs> I could just become a new person right yeah, now. You could. <laughs> Unless you have a Wikipedia page that we can fact check you on. do <laughs> Oh, well, all right. I, I, my name is Lisa Gunger, and I have played in a band called Gunger for the entire duration of the band Gunger. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, so I've been a musician. I actually went to school for interior architecture, so I'm not even using my degree, which I feel terrible Same. about. But music was, was always my first love, and so we... Uh, I've had this band for quite a long time, and uh, now I just came out with a book uh, yesterday. Yesterday was release day, yes. yeah. so I'm really, 
really, really excited about that, and I'm really glad the release day is over. Because <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was so stressed out. I was more stressed out than I thought I would be. Uh, I thought I would just be cool and fine, and yeah, I had a lot of jitters. So yeah, I'm, I play music, and I've written one book, and I'm sometimes a, a contributing artist to the Liturgist podcast. And I have, I'm a mother, I have two little girls. I have one husband, <laughs> not, not two. So I want another wife. Hillary McBride's kind of my wife. Oh, she's, oh, yeah. she's wonderful. We don't, isn't she great? Yeah. We don't she's... sleep together, though. <laughs> well. We we, so we, you know. She's been on our podcast like what six times? Six times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to look it up. Really? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember how she's many times. She's one of our all-time favorites. Oh, she's so great. She owns twenty-five percent of our children. Oh, nice. So, yeah, there's that. That's fact. really great. Oh man, yeah, she's she is fantastic. Yes. Uh, okay, it's so more let's of a verbal con- verbal contract. Yeah, <laughs> that's very great. Mo- moving onward. All right, so. Uh, this uh, so your book that's uh, titled "The Most Beautiful Thing I've Seen." Uh, you said you've written one book, and after reading said book in like three days, uh, you need to write another one. Yeah, we're, we <laughs> need the uh, sequel. You. Are you re- is the sequel ready? Yeah, yet? I mean it it's was ready. it was so 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 great. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, and uh, so talk a little bit. I mean, what what was the process like? What why write this book? I mean, it's, it's something we really like to always try to ask authors because. Um, we're always kind of fascinated by the motivation behind why you decide to write a book. Cause it's a, I mean, it's a huge undertaking. So what was your, yeah. what was your motivation? Well, um, I didn't think I was going to at first. Um, it took me a while to, to even want to write a book, but I, about a year after Lucy's birth, I just started writing. It was therapy for myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think, it was a little while after that that I started playing with the idea of doing a book that was um, a bunch of essays. And unbeknownst to me, I didn't, I didn't know it at the time, but I had a publisher contact me and asked if I would be interested in writing a book because they thought it would be interesting to talk about a family that had been on the road with their kids and then mm. um, having a crash of faith and then having another child. and what that whole thing looked like. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't sure at the time it took me, it took me a long time to commit sure. <laughs> uh, because I, d- I didn't think I could write a book. I've seen people do it. I've seen Michael do it and <laughs> it's, it's an extremely long process, but I found that I, as I got more into it, I was really enjoying it and that it was very therapeutic for me and bringing up things that, um, that I thought I had dealt with even from childhood. So, um, so yeah, it began as therapy for me. Awesome. I really, I really like the way that the, the different, uh, vignettes that you have of, it, it kind of goes in and out of your story and different, it's not just like a fluid timeline. It, it yeah. you, yeah. It, it, uh, is broken up in a way that it, it, uh, kind of leads to, to, to this moment. And, uh, it, it's I, I loved it. I loved yeah, the book. It was great to how you oh, you uh, you kind of weave together past and present in a way that was really interesting. Like that, it, it, it for me personally speaking, it 
I couldn't stop reading it. Like I would, I would take it to uh, bed with me at night to read. I, I'll generally try to read books to make myself tired, and I was yeah. finding that I wasn't getting tired. <laughs> Yes. And I had to put it down and, like, stare at my phone. You kept so him I up at night, Lisa. Thanks a lot. I mean, seriously, because yes. it was like, it, it kind of, I mean, it was kind of, you know, nonfiction books are generally not page turners. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a page turner because it was like oh, the way you, you, the way you wove it together. It was like, oh man, what happens next? Yes. Like what's, what's going to happen? Yeah. So it was really great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One thing I really liked about your book was how open you were uh, about your family life and some of the more difficult interactions you've had with with your parents, um, that kind of tension. Um, Mm -hmm. First of all, thank you for being open and honest about that, because I think it's in in spiritual things and and just life. That's something that's that's really hard for people. And I Mm -hmm. think authors tend to. Uh, glaze over some of those more difficult family dynamics. And I think they're some of the most important ones. Um, yeah. Could you talk about the decision uh, process to include those parts of your story in the book? Was that difficult? Um, what did that look like for you? Yeah, it was really difficult. <laughs> it was, <laughs> there were actually moments and even there were other stories that I included and then deleted. And I think it was, it was incredibly stressful to, yeah write some of this down and leave it because I've heard of people, you know, they, they talk about their family situations sometimes after their parents have passed away or, or they just completely don't talk to their families anymore. And I talk to my entire family and we're all, we're all close. So it's really difficult to include that stuff. I was (laughs) totally sweating some points. Um, but I, but I left it in because I know everybody has that. Yeah. And, and it's, like the, in, there's in no way, in no way, shape or form do I ever want to paint it. Like, look at, look at this wonderful, easy life. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think it's, especially with social media, it's so easy to read someone's story. And the only thing that happens within us is it ca- causes us more depression mm-hmm. and anxiety and separation. So I wanted as much as I could to, to, honestly tell my story but not but in a way that's still honoring my family sure and and that was that was really hard to do I mean I I tried really hard I don't um I don't know how they are all going to take it I mean my dad's read parts of it and he's loved it he was at the book release last night which was awesome (laughs) my brother and sister have loved it um yeah it's it's a very delicate thing with my mother and I um because it, right, like you, you love it. You love to see it in other people's books, but then when yeah. it's your own child writing yeah. about you, I mean, my girls could grow up someday and say things about me. Yeah, it's gonna terrify me. Yeah. You know, like it's probably it might happen, and I'm like, I, what my response will probably want to be is, I did my best. Don't do you know how hard it is to be a parent <laughs> yeah. and to do it all right? Yeah. Like, there's things, there's things that Michael and I are doing right now that our girls are just going to deconstruct and wrestle with and they're going to tell us all the ways we did it wrong we're (laughs) we're doing our best but we're doing we're totally going to do a lot wrong so i get that i get that it's really well i don't fully get it because i don't fully know what it feels like but my i could i assume uh, i can perceive it to be a really difficult experience um but i think you know i even spoke with hillary about this uh, and her mom had said something to the effect of yeah. You know, if there's something in your book that causes me pain, that's not for you to hold. 
Um, mm-hmm. you can, you have a freedom to tell your perspective on your, on your life. So that was really hard for me to accept that for myself. Cause there were many times I, I deleted yeah. <laughs> things that, that are now in there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you, you were fair and, and honest. Yes. And I think that was, I think you were respectful, but you didn't, you didn't hide any, Oh, I don't, I can't really speak for you. What, what you hid and didn't hide, but it, but it yeah. felt to me that it was very, it was very authentic and it felt like it was not, you, you weren't unnecessarily, uh, mean. Yeah. Well, Does thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you're, we, we talked a little bit earlier. I don't know if it got, if it got cut or not, but, uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we started the interview again cause, uh, we were having, we some, have some connections, connections. but, uh, <laughs> about how, how your book is interwoven so wonderfully with your sort of deconstruction of your faith evolution, maybe evolution of your faith is probably a better yeah. word. Um, yeah. and how, and how that was interwoven with what's going on in the present, you know, with, with the birth of Lucy and all those things without ruining the book. Could you talk a little bit about kind of that story and how, how it affected your faith? Um, Lucy's story and how yes. it affected my faith. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think without, I mean, it's interesting what we realized, you know, after, after we're out of something, what I didn't realize was happening was, the thing that was happening with Lucy was really the same thing that happened with my faith. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the book is set up, set up as it is yes. dot line circle and Lucy's story goes in between those three movements. Yeah. And so it's, it's what I hoped to do was portray that, uh, without yeah. just, yeah, saying it in the book, <laughs> right. but my, <laughs> but my, um, so that my, the way I viewed Lucy, I was given a, a dot. I was given this dot for her life. And that's where everyone's life starts. We right. We all start somewhere. We're given a try. We have caregivers, however it is that we're raised. If we have, um, uh, no matter where we're at, we're, we're given a perspective on the world and that's dependent on all the people that are around us. And, and our ideology and our constructs of the world are formed without us even realize what's happening. And so, I'm given this definition for Lucy and I don't even realize I've bought into all of this stuff already yeah. about what the word down syndrome means. And I don't realize it until they tell me because I, and I thought that I would, there was a point in my first pregnancy where we thought our, our daughter may have down syndrome mm. and it was, I was really okay with it. I was like, well, okay, if she has it, then I mean, that's, great. We're going to love her. There's nothing's going to change, you know? And so I thought I was a really great person. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I was just better, you know, uh, better than the sadness. So yeah. it's a really so easy thing to say if you don't, if you're not there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good, yeah. In, good intentions are great. Good intentions are great. And you feel really good. My ego yeah. was high. <laughs> so I, <laughs> um, so we find it out and, and immediately my world c- collapsed. I collapsed. I, I thought she was going to die. We, the only thing I knew about down syndrome, uh, well, I should say my, my perspective on down syndrome was very limited mm-hmm. and, uh, I only thought that her life would be difficult and hard. So I started this dot with her and then very quickly, I mean, as she's put back into my arms, that starts breaking. So I venture out on this line 
which is what happened in my faith. You know, I'm given this true north, this dot, but then I start realizing all the things I've been given. Maybe, maybe that's not the real truth. So maybe the thing that I know about Down syndrome, maybe that's not the real truth because I'm mm. looking at this baby girl and she's beautiful and perfect and um, just opening my heart in ways I never imagined. Mm, yeah. And looking at her, uh, I realized there's there's nothing oh, there's nothing to fix about her. She's, she's born into this world just as she should be. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I venture on this line. And then, and I think for a little while it becomes about like how much, I mean, there was a, there was a long back and forth. So I had this moment in the hospital where all these ideas break open and it feels like I'm breaking into this metaphorical circle, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Like this is this is not just going to be okay. This is going to be the best thing that's ever happened to us, right? Like those are the thoughts that are still coming. And, uh, uh, but there was definitely an up and down after that. It wasn't immediate. I didn't immediately feel okay. She had two heart surgeries and, um, that was really, really difficult. And, uh, she got sick in the hospital and had an infection and, and, and then I started on this thing of like, okay, well, she has, she has Down syndrome, but maybe she'll be quote unquote, you know, high functioning. And I hate, I hate yeah, using that right. word because I don't like right. buying into that, yeah. but that's where I was, you know, I'm going, okay, well, I hope that, okay, th- this is it, but she's going to be like the, the best <laughs> still, you know, <laughs> and we're going to do all the therapies. We're going to get all the things and we're going to work really, really hard so that, so that she's still accepted in this world that limits yeah. yep. people with special needs. And, and then eventually that fell apart because I realized I was still buying into a, a terribly built system yeah. of, of measurements that none of us can measure up to and it's harmful and it causes violence. It causes separation. It causes suicide. It causes, Mm. you know, uh, a multitude of, um, poisonous thinking. So all of that completely fell apart for me completely. Mm. And it's, it's wonderful to not live in that mindset anymore. And there's, and there's sometimes I, I sometimes can get back into it. Um, mm-hmm. I used to dip into it a lot more, but I, it's so freeing to not live in that world of comparison. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like you mentioned, uh, you had a great line where you said, I wanted Lucy's life to be valuable, but I have ill-defined what valuable is. Mm. Um, man, like that, <laughs> that, that yeah. line just hit me so hard. Um, well, two, two thirds of us have kids with, with autism. Yeah. And one, oh, okay. and the other, and the other one has one that's pretty close. Yeah, so. I mean, it's, <laughs> yes. it's he is right yeah. on the verge. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And, and yeah. man, like that's that's that is something that I when you put it like that, I'm like, oh yes, that's yeah. what I have needed to try to adjust. To. I didn't have language for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I struggled with of man, I just wish he was normal, or yeah. you know, for his sake. And I'm like, oh, but what's mm. normal? Like mm-hmm. when you said that, like, norm, I mean, this is a realization that I've, that, you know, that my wife and I have come to. I'm like, oh, he's like, that's, he's, he's awesome. Like he's got yeah. so many great, yeah. like 
he's going to be just such a wonderfully functional adult and he's going to be great. And yeah, like he's, he's exact, like, like you said, he's exactly, he was born exactly as he was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was just such a, such a beautiful thing. Um, uh, and you, you were also, when you were talking about in the book about your faith, kind of how that dissolved and changed and whatever, you know, you talked mm-hmm. about the idea of letting go of control. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said letting go of control isn't instant and wonderful. Sometimes it gives us rope burns as we slide down trying to hold mm-hmm. on like a madman. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it recalled to me uh, one of Richard Rohr's lines where he says, uh, the truth will set you free, but first it will make you miserable. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It is. Yeah. Can you, so can you talk about, I think. One of the control is one of the things that, you know, like most of our audience are like Michael said earlier, if that didn't get cut is, uh, it did get cut. Okay. Good. <laughs> is, is, is basically reconstructing, deconstructing on very, in, in, whatever that spectrum is they're all along that spectrum. Um, mm-hmm. growing up in faith. Can you talk about the idea of relinquishing control and what that looks like? Oh man. Yeah. It's, It looks, yeah, it looks like rope burns. <laughs> and I think for, for a lot of us, I mean, I've, I've talked to other people who they, they grew up in this similar kind of, with this similar story, but they were not taught, they were taught that they could hold it with open hands and they could doubt. Mm. Um, but, but when you're taught that there's one way to, to think about things and you can't doubt and you can't struggle mm. uh, and you can't wrestle you just have to take take the Bible at face value. Take the preacher's words at face value. Mm-hmm. Um, don't question the man of God. You know, it's that first is hard, and it's pretty wild when you finally give up and you surrender right to someone else's like authority in your life. Yep. So that part of losing control, like I don't, I never even realized I did that part. And then on the other side, like giving up the control that someone else has of, over you mm. and um, because that can feel really safe. It can feel safe. I mean, it's all tribal. It's all part of the tribal system when we want to belong mm-hmm. within the tribe. And yeah. if we if we don't fall in line, if we do question, then we're kicked out. And it. I wanted I wanted to control my... I wanted so desperately to stop doubting and yeah. questioning. Uh, I, that's the thing that I wanted to control. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I couldn't, I think it's like, it's like the wizard of Oz, right? Once you've seen behind the curtain, you, you just can't go back. <laughs> and so it was a, it was this desperate, like want to be accepted Yeah. in, in with our friends and, uh, with this large church community, we were traveling all over the world and we start getting, um, rejected. So Mm -hmm. that was hard. I wanted to control our future. I wanted to control what our career looked like. And the more like we tried to control it and like at the same time, like we're still being really honest. Uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to control like what everyone thought about us. I'm also an Enneagram too. So the idea of it, <laughs> that was one of my next que- one of my questions <laughs> later on for the lightning round. So glad yeah. we got that knocked out. Oh man. So yeah, like the idea that someone's upset with me and that I'm not, I want to like help people, right? Not tear yeah. people yeah. down. 
So it was devastating for me. I mean, there were many times for Michael, he has an easier time. He doesn't worry about what people think about him. Hmm. And that just seemed so wonderful. But I couldn't. Like there was, I felt like I was made to care about what people thought of me. (laughs) And so (laughs) giving that kind of control up was was so painful at my very core and and the control giving up control of what I thought our future would be and what eternity was because I was handed all those answers and and it terrified me right we want we want control I mean that's the Mm -hmm. that's the that was like the answer for every single tragedy that happened in life don't worry God is in control yeah that and that was the comfort one of, one of the interesting lines in the book, uh, you talk about your wedding day and uh, you said that uh, you had no thought that the, um, that the faith you lived and breathed would one day lead you to the absence of it. Um, and that's something that I, I really resonate, resonate with. I, I feel like mm-hmm. it, it's my relationship with, with, with Jesus uh, that led me straight out of the church. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> in, in, in a lot of real ways. And, and could you talk about? Um, could you talk about that 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 process and unpack that sentence that um, how how that worked for you? Yeah, I remember. I remember just having different realizations about. Uh, like when we were sitting in church or conversations we were part of, things we were laughing at. Yeah. And I would realize, oh, man, I don't think this is what Jesus came to do at all. Um, and sometimes that felt only cynical, like if you said that out yeah, loud, right. right? Oh, this is just your cynicism. And I don't know how many years we were just accused of being cynical. And I was like, okay, but I don't know how to not be because I don't – I don't – believe that Jesus would put women second. Yeah. I don't believe that Jesus uh, was floor s- slavery. Sorry, you're hearing in an, an airport announcement. I think your flight's coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's how I was let out. I think, I think the more I was led to the center of myself, the more I was led out of church. Yeah. Mm. Um, the more I allowed myself to be honest with the gut feelings that were happening within my own body, the more that I wasn't afraid, the more freedom I felt, which is all things that Jesus taught, you know, uh, um, yeah, I, I remember having sitting outside one day and having this argument with this guy about like what, who created the church. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, and I very much, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a theology major. I didn't go to seminary. So I think it, it, I often in these conversations felt like all the people who did those things were just smarter than me. So I really had no place to argue. Sure, right. Yeah. Uh, um, but I remember sitting there and saying, well, no, I mean, people created the church. And he was like, no, God created the church. <laughs> That's great. And, and I was like, did he really? Did he? Yeah, did, exactly. Did he? Yeah. And, uh, so, the, so, cause he, he was scared from, you know, Michael and I questioning and starting to go out of the church. I was like, I'm not for a while. I was scared, but now I'm not scared of leaving the church because that's not where, thank God 
God is outside of the church, you know? Uh, um, so yeah, I think it was, it's equality. Yeah. Social justice. Uh, that those are, those are some things that led me away yeah. from church. And I, and I think there's really beautiful things within the church Yeah, and there's, there's, I, I can say with all honesty, it's not just something I want to say to try to sound like a nice person, but I, I am grateful for the church. Yeah. In, incredibly grateful. And sure. I mean, we started a church in Denver. Yeah. And there's, I think that there are times in our life we need that kind of structure. Yeah. And there was a, obviously a time in my life where that was my path. And that's yeah. the path that led me here. So I don't have animosity or anger. I did. I mean, and I dealt with that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to hear this voice. You need no, to make sure if you fine. see a suspicious package, you really do yes. need to, to, to tell somebody. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm going to tell you guys about it. Here's a package. I'm suspicious. So, so we, um, we were church planners as well. Um, yeah, our, ours failed, so it's it's whatever. We started a podcast instead. Um, <laughs> Good. Uh, yes. Yeah. As, as, oh, it's like a. It's going to become a thing. I, yes, I guess. I think so. Uh, so so I was as I was reading your book, I, I was reading about how you started a church plant, and I, I was kind of I knew you, you weren't there uh, anymore, and I was wondering how that all ended. So, um, but but I knew that the church was still going on. We actually have somebody mm-hmm. uh, in our on our Patreon group that that attends Bloom as well. Um, mm. and they were there last night. So, so oh, I, was, cool. I was reading the book and they, they just, uh, and I decided I wanted some, some background music. And so I thought, why not listen to Gunger? Um, yes. so I was on <laughs> actually on Spotify, but don't worry. I was a uh, one wildlife pass holder. Yeah, so. Enjoy that. Like, yes. like oh, fraction of a penny yes. you got from a Spotify. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you know but, what? I'm going to use that penny in the airport. Yes. <laughs> well, you can fix your roof, your uh, ceiling with it. Yeah. yeah there you go. No, oh, yeah, I can't buy anything. I got to fix it. Yeah. I, 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 I have to I have to say that I did. I was a pass holder, so, I, so I'm just giving you extra pennies now. I already paid for it now. <laughs> Thank you. Now Thank this you. is just extra. Mike, stop things. sucking up. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, like, we've already got the interview. You're yes. fine. Um, <laughs> but but I, I was happy to find that you were, you were playing a show there last night. Um, mm-hmm. So my question is, can you talk about that community um, yeah. and, and what it was like uh, leaving and then also returning for a visit? It was really difficult leaving. Yeah. <laughs> really, really difficult. Um, so as it goes, if you're leading a church uh, with another pastor, it can really freak them out if you don't believe in God anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> as it goes. So, um, so yeah, it was really difficult for the, the guy that we were working with there and we, and, and we didn't know it at the time. Um, he was being pretty quiet about it. I think he was struggling. He didn't know what to do. And, sure. yeah. and, but then even the- theologically, we were kind of, we were definitely parting ways. Yeah. Um, and that's a hard, it, hard thing it is. on all, all accounts. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was so it was it was just really difficult and he uh was a good friend of ours. So it was it was incredibly painful and uh it was a painful split. We didn't know what to do. I'm sure there's things we did that was wrong and we I'm sure we hurt people that we didn't mean to. Um in our wrestling and struggling with church and doubt, right? Because we're the leaders yeah. and when you doubt, I mean that other it's easy for other people to be hurt because you're the leader. Yeah. Um but Bloom, the people of Bloom, were always super open. And we actually talked about that last night. And we, mm. 
stayed up till like 2 a.m. talking with some of the wow. <laughs> some of the people who started it with us. I mean, it was so beautiful. Awesome. Um, and they we were talking about the night where Michael told everybody at Bloom that he wasn't sure what he believed about God and they embraced us. Yeah. And a lot of them were saying, yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. This is how, this is who we are. We're an open community and it, they, it was shocking. So it was, it was more the, the leadership. It wasn't, yeah, as much of a struggle with a bunch of the people, but we didn't, we didn't know what to do and yeah. we didn't want to split the church. And so Michael, that's Michael and I said, you know what, this is, we really don't know what to do here, but so we're just going to bow out because we do. Um, we really want what's best for everybody and for the other pastors. And I don't know if what we did was the best thing because uh, <laughs> it, it really, like after we left, things like really unraveled. And um, but then the other guy ended up moving on, um, and I don't really know the whole story there, yeah. so I can't speak to that. Yeah, but. They invited us back, uh, and it was we hadn't been invited back uh, since we had left LA, and so we came back. And um, yeah, I can't I can't even remember the timeline. It was about it was about a year and a half or two years later, something like that. Oh. And and uh, it was yeah, it was about a year and a half. And I think I cried through the whole. The whole, the whole thing. I mean, we were yeah. do, we were doing the music and talking, and it felt so good to be there and so welcoming. Yeah. It, um, yeah, it feels like this best friend that you had, and you had this really, or not not even a best friend, like this child that you had, and then you yeah. had this really awful fight, and you haven't been able to talk to them for a year and a half, yeah. and then mm. you realize that they all still love each other and they still love you, and so it was such a beautiful homecoming that I never anticipated happening. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we again, we were there last night and it was, it was beautiful. I, we, we love the people there and, it's, um, it's, it's a really beautiful community community. They're doing some really awesome things there. Sweet. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, so you did talk, you mentioned, you know, Michael telling the church that he didn't believe in God anymore or wasn't mm -hmm. sure he believed in God anymore. And you, you, in the book, you talk about that conversation that you two had when you were taking a walk and mm -hmm. he was just like, yeah, I don't know. I think I might be an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, and you talk about in the book, you kind of talk about the shock of that because that was definitely not where you were at at the time. Um, yeah. So a couple of questions. Can you talk about that moment and kind of what it felt like to be a partner for who for the first time didn't believe like you did? Because you guys, faith was a... Uh, a connector of you two for so long mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. when that, uh, that for that to unravel and then also is there any advice we have some people in our supporters group several several in our supporters group that are kind of in the same situation is there any advice mm -hmm. you could give to people who are going through a shift in faith while their spouse isn't you could drink a lot of alcohol that's very yeah. cool. well like, they, they do <laughs> they've smoke, got that down. smoke a lot of weed <laughs> <laughs> it's not legal really in indiana helps. yet but we're hoping <laughs> drugs help guys Take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh like lisa gunger came on the podcast told us <laughs> to do drugs do drugs yeah, well, that is, we are the meth capital <laughs> I was of the say, world. If we, if we were going to find one here in our town, that would be the one we oh, would find. So. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, so yes, correct. First of all, it totally threw me. And I'm, I, I feel very 
I do feel very lucky because Michael and I were always open with each other. So we could wrestle and doubt and pull these, you know, threads apart uh, with each other. But I, yeah, again, I didn't, I didn't know he was going to say, well, I don't believe in God at all. Right. I thought we were deconstructing what God was Yeah, mm-hmm. or we were. That's what we were doing. But I still, yeah, our whole relationship was built on God. We mm-hmm. started falling in love with each other because we were singing. We showed each other our songs about God. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> like we're singing these worship songs that we made and we're just flirting. And um, our whole dating relationship was really, you know, quote unquote pure because we wanted it to be holy. We didn't have sex before we were married. We waited three months to kiss each other. Wow. Uh, wow. I mean, the girl, Michael, this is, Michael had kissed one girl on the hand before me. I'm the only girl he's ever kissed. <laughs> what, a, what a flirt. <laughs> what a, I know. Just a, just a, a male, a male hussy, that one. He's a male floozy. Oh, yeah. So when he asked me, so like, so he kisses his girlfriend on the hand, right? And her parents are tell them that they need to slow down. <laughs> they need to slow down. They're in college. They, they wow. were freshmen in college. And so, I mean, so then he meets me and he asked me what I thought about kissing. And I was like, I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hundred percent on board. Let's do it. <laughs> love it. I love, love making out. <laughs> so I felt like a definite floozy, you know, he, he, cause he was, he was like, Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I thought we'd wait six you know, months until we knew we loved each other and yeah. then we would kiss. And so I was like horrified with myself. Oh, like, oh what are you doing? You're a floozy. This guy is so pure and Christian. And <laughs> so apparently um, he had kissed dating goodbye. Is that <laughs> oh where he gosh. was at at the time? You know, he may have, I think he read that book. <laughs> yeah. And guys, I, I totally, I totally dated Jesus at one point. <laughs> I, made, I, this is what I did. I, I, I mean, almost just asked if he was a good kisser. I'm a terrible person. I, oh, my God. But yes. <laughs> I mean, we sing about Jesus kissing us all the time, right? We sing about it. There you you can't ask me that question. I That's just, just want to ask you if you were a friend of a friend of God. I am. I'm, a, I'm an acquaintance of a friend of God. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. I am. Yeah, so it's like we're like the super Christians. And then... Yeah, our whole career, everything is built on us believing in God and writing songs about God. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's problematic when you don't believe in God. Yeah. Yep. Slightly. Slightly problematic. So um, it was the the first time in 10 years of marriage that I wondered what would happen to us. Mm. Not because I didn't love Michael, but because my religion tells me to not be equally yoked. And that everything I was brought up in was like atheists are terrible people right yeah, <laughs> that have <yeah>. no moral <laughs> compass <Right. laughs> and so i remember just look at, looking at michael and thinking well this is but i really love him and oh what i was terrified of what everyone would say and what our tribe would say yeah um and yeah i just i didn't think i didn't think we were going to make it i mean even my parents where they were both christians but thought they were each each other they thought the other was going to hell because my dad's a baptist and my mom was in the charismatic church uh, you know yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. so i'm like okay she's mad at my dad for being a baptist she's really going to be mad at my husband um, i mean it's 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 like the it's the unforgivable sin you know yep. in that tribe to become an atheist you can be an atheist and then accept jesus and you've come home but if you ever <laughs> doubt and you're, yeah then you're you're totally excommunicated yeah uh, 
which is which is what happened and um it was really hard there was a, yeah in the book i talk about the one day i was an atheist yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is embarrassing no that that actually resonated <laughs> with me like i I'm, I'm in the same boat where i've i've tried yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. whatever for whatever that means yeah. and i just yep. it's just not in me and i don't yeah. i don't look down on atheists i mean I, we've got people uh, that yeah. support us that are atheists yeah. and we just love to death mm-hmm. and yeah like i just it's just not i'm not wired that way yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly i'm sure a lot of yeah. that is nurture because mm-hmm. i yeah. we grew up in the church when i was six days old the first time i went to church and i was there every uh, day it's the story forever. we grew up in it's yeah. it's a story that's been hardwired into yeah. our, our chemistry i mean and and i don't i mean i i don't go to church anymore i have no interest in going to church anymore but there's something about I still feel like there's something there. I don't know whatever that something is, whatever that looks like. I, I can't get the divine out of, out of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so that, oh, yeah, yeah. that really resonated me with me when you were talking about that uh-huh. in the book. Um, oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, in, in the book you, you talk about body shame. Um, can you, can you, how are you fighting against that narrative in in the lives of your daughters hmm. i um well i do have a quick question because i realize yeah, i didn't yeah. answer your question about how you deal how how we work that through in our relationship oh, right. do you want me to hit yes. on that yeah 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 okay um so the way we worked that out was with aforementioned drugs <laughs> I'm like just kidding <laughs> but I did drink a lot um, so we I think it was <laughs> I, it was it was it was really a thing of day day by day by day by day by day choosing to keep our hearts open to towards each other and I think Mike Michael would say like he felt fine and he didn't even really know a lot of the angst I was having yeah because he let go and he was feeling really wonderful about letting go but then for me i um i just didn't know how like i I was still having these mystical experiences yeah and was getting more into meditation and um that thing that you said that i can't get the divine out of me yeah i can't but i can't for whatever reason yeah maybe it is nurture maybe it's all these things that maybe it's just totally my programming but even in that like i am i gonna fight that my whole life or, or is it this beautiful thing that, that helps me, helps me, my heart stay open. And if it, and if it is, why am I fighting that? So, um, so it was, I'm having these experiences that I want to share with him and I know that he thinks it's bullshit. And so it's really difficult (laughs) to be very close with someone when they, when you know, they think a huge part of you is, is a lie or that you're blinded or that you're, you know, buying into it. So, um, but we had to just keep our hearts open and open and open and then, uh, keep talking and keep letting each other change. Cause I think what happens in marriage is we, right. Like we can find this person we really like and we fall in love with them and then we don't want them to change. And we also especially don't want them to be weak. Yeah. I didn't want that. Like I could say, I, I, I thought I was this very open person that was like, yeah, I really want him to be vulnerable with me and just sh- share everything with me. And then too far, starts, too far, right? Yeah. To the point where you're like, Oh no, 
they're crazy and they're doubting and they're weak and they're not strong like I want them to be. Um, I realized I had bought, I had bought into that and I wasn't letting him change Mm. or struggle with what he needed to struggle with. So we had to let each other change and be willing to, I mean, our whole idea of love changed because right. I I mean, our, our society's whole idea of love and romance is pretty fragile and it's fleeting and it's, Mm -hmm. it's shallow. Mm -hmm. So it's when you're, you start changing with the person you're most connected with. That's when you really find out what love is. And, and I'm not even saying that people have to remain together on the other side of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a, a beautiful thing can be to let that go of that person in the marital sense of like, I'm letting you go like in this legal way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you can become who more of who you need to be. And if I'm holding you back somehow in that, I mean, I think that's such a beautiful place to be in love is to give each other the freedom. Yeah. Uh, 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 you're committed to each other, but in a very free way to where you're, you're not, I'm, I don't own Michael. He doesn't own me. Right. Uh, and that can be a very scary thing to face in marriage because you don't, there's no guarantee of what will happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was no guarantee for us if, if we would stay together afterwards. And that was really, really hard to face. And it was kind of the unspoken between us. You know, we would have these arguments about it. And I knew, I knew he was thinking, are we going to make it? He knew I was thinking, yeah. are we going to make it? But we never yeah. like said it out loud because we were too scared, right? <laughs> right. We were just too scared to say it. And, and so it wasn't really until on the other side of that where like now we talk about it and we're like, oh, it was that conversation. I totally wondered are we gonna are we gonna make it through and like we it's we can laugh about it now because we're so relieved now you know and uh but it's really a beautiful thing when when we have spouses and friendships that allow us to change and they really love us on not just on the other side of it but through it um so the that's my advice for (laughs) relationships uh and then for body, body shame, how we're raising our girls. Like we were just laughing about this last night because I was like, you know what? I go, first of all, our girls are really young and I could talk to you guys in, you know, 15 years and be like, you should burn that book. (laughs) 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 We thought we knew what we were doing and now neither one of our children speak to us, you know, (laughs) 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 but, but even in that, I think we're all, we're all trying our best. And, um, for us, the thing that we know to do is what we know to do now. Is it the best thing? I don't know. But what we try to do now is we're very careful with our words. I, we don't shame any parts of our girls' bodies. Um, we teach them what they can and can't show other people. Uh, cause this is, we talk a lot about, yeah, isn't this funny? This is our culture. Yeah. There's other tribes today walk around naked or we're just a little bit of this covered up a little bit of that covered up so because this is our culture we're going to adhere to that yeah yeah in our house when it's just our family you can run around naked all you want i mean i run around naked with my girls i take baths with my girls we we're very free in our bodies and we encourage our girls to be free in their bodies. Yeah. And it's absolutely worked. I mean, the difference of how what my daughter talks to us about and what I talk to my parents about. Right. 
it's night and day. I mean, sometimes she will tell me things that make me blush. <laughs> and I have to like turn away for a second and I giggle. I'm like, this is, this is what freedom feels like. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to body, free- to body freedom. And she, uh, but then the other side of that is she just told one of her little friends a couple weekends ago about sex. <laughs> wow love it man i totally walked in on mom and dad the other day and they were doing this thing and like they were hugging each other really tight and real I, tight, real yeah. tight yeah i mean we told her we told her like don't tell your friends a lot of you guys probably don't know about this but i mean it's also la like people in la are pretty free yeah. you know yeah right and they talked to their but we knew we told her last year we ne- we didn't want it to be this one conversation of like you cannot know about this thing <laughs> this secret sex life that all these people have and now you can know i mean i i remember asking my sister i because my parents didn't tell me. I finally just asked my sister because I, I was so much older than I should have been. Oh, d- yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and then the world, like, flipped, right? Like, the whole world changed. I saw everyone so differently. So uh, we're just being open with our daughter because she's asking all these questions about yeah. babies and where they come from and yeah. asking very pointed questions about the penis and the vagina. And, <laughs> and so we're like, okay, well, this is all right. We're just going to share it with you. But don't tell all your friends this because that's something – their parents get to tell them yeah, like right. don't don't take that away from them yeah you know this is a beautiful conversation that we get to have uh but we want to tell you so you don't just find out from everyone else and if we don't tell her she's gonna ask her friends it's just right. gonna happen and it's happening yeah. younger and younger yeah so her friends at school i mean she's eight and her other little friends at school talking about sex and so she ended up telling her yeah her, <laughs> her friends <laughs> so so there yeah there's there's that aspect of we we feel like we're still learning and we're tr- yeah. we're trying to do the best we can and do our research, uh, read up on child psychology. When is an appropriate age to know about ABCD? Um, yeah. But but then that if there's that very real thing where each child is different and our child is asks a lot of questions, and um, so we've been trying to be as honest and open as we can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing about parenting. Like, I know this is a little bit off the subject, but like, like all the guidebooks out there don't tell you shit about yeah. like, like they're just they're, they're, they're useless. They like, are. every every child is so different. I mean, I've got I've got two kids. Brad's got three kids. Michael's got two kids. Like, I've got a fifteen year old and an eight 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 year old with Asperger's. So like, and he likes to he likes to just drop his pants wherever he feels like doing. It's like. And trying to yes. trying to talk to him, at the, and, and say okay, like there's appropriate times for that, and there's appropriate times not to do that. <laughs> like yes. It, yes, it's totally different than what, what I with my 15 year old. Like he's you know, he's a fairly, I won't say normal child, but he's I mean he's an average kid, and like mm-hmm. he's an average going into sophomore year. So like he understands things. Like I can talk to him about whatever, but like with the mm-hmm. eight year old, it's a, it's a totally different. <laughs> totally different game like i can look up and there's his butt like right in my face like it's like (laughs) it's a totally so like the parenting thing like i just want to tell parents out there that you're fine yes like if i could communicate anything and what you've what you've said too is like every child is different you have to just kind of go you're flying by the seat of your pants basically when you're parenting yes and and that's fine you're not doing it wrong if you love your child and you're trying to do the best you can you're you're fine You're fine. You're I, keeping yep. them alive. I love yep. our yeah. Our friend Science Mike is always like, if 
your children are alive yeah. and they're fed yep. and they're clothed, like you're you're actually doing really well. <laughs> yep. Good job. You're, you're, yeah. you're ahead of the curve. <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. I love how I love how open you are with your girls and that stuff. That's mm-hmm. great. Like I I mean I know. I was like a junior in high school and my, I was riding in the car with my dad, a junior in high school. I know me too. Like, yeah. I mean, I had seen enough porn at that point in my life to like, I get it. Okay, dad. So like, he's like, we're riding in the car and he just goes, you want to talk about sex? I said, nope. Nope. All right. Nope. That was it. He that did was the same the, thing. He did the that same was thing to me. Literally the extent. I was a Probably junior. the same week. I was a junior in high school. Was. I had sex at oh. in fifth grade. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciate how open and honest you are with your girls. And we're trying, to, my wife and I are trying to be like a little more open with ours than I was. Well, so. and that's one of all of our conversations with Hillary. That's one of the things that I've taken away from yeah. that is just to be completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. With yes. your kids yes. and say, and, and be completely forthright and just say, look, there are appropriate times for this. There are yeah. appropriate times to stick your hand down your pants and touch yourself. Like, but it's not right now. There are times to do that by yes. yourself, you know. And yes, I tried. Gener- to- I generally go with, you know, if you take your hand off of it, it isn't going to fall off. <laughs> that's that's. I have three boys. That's a set in my house a lot. See, between the three of us, there are six boys and one girl. Yeah. So like, there's a lot, a lot of hands down the pants. Oh so. my god. Yeah. Yes. 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 It yes, drives yes. my wife is like, I couldn't oh. have had one daughter. Like, seriously. Oh goodness. Oh man. Um, okay. So one kind of last question, and then if we have time for a lightning round, we'll get to it. But I, I want to ask this okay. question. I worked really hard on this question. So, okay. Yes. Um, it, 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 it took so him hours. Speaking of 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 burning your book, um, it, it's it's been a while. Speaking <laughs> was, of burning my book. Yes, I was, it, was, it kept him very warm. Yes. Um, uh, no, uh, it, it's been a while since you wrote this book, and, and and knowing knowing a little bit about the writing process, I'm sure you wrote it, rewrote it, rewrote it, <laughs> rewrote it, um, and edited it, and and back and forth. Uh, yes. One one of our our friends of the podcast, Derek Webb, um, always talks about when he sings songs from his past, uh, even from his most recent record, um, that even though he writes his own music, that that he is changing so much internally um, that he is covering, covering another man's songs. Um, and in the book, you mentioned Peter Rollins saying that we don't know what we believe. It just shows up mm. in symptoms. Um, yes. So with that in mind, where are you at now? What are, what are the symptoms revealing about your beliefs? Mm. That's a great question. Um, Thank you. I worked I... really hard on it. Good job. Oh, great question. <laughs> Let me just acknowledge you. Thank you. I feel we'll, so acknowledged right now. We'll pat him on the back yes. later. It's fine. <laughs> um, oh, man. I mean, I. It's beautiful. I mean, I feel like life is more beautiful than it's ever been. Yep. And the symptoms are. I mean, the symptoms are a lot of things. The symptoms are a more open heart, Hmm. um, more love and compassion for people, um, understanding. Sometimes the symptoms are more anger and rage because I I allow myself to feel what I need to feel Mm -hmm. when when the story used to be I didn't, and. felt like that 
happiness and everything that needed to be okay and everything needs to feel fine, that that was like the goal, right? Well, that's, that's not the goal. And so I can feel rage and sad and all that. So it's, it's, we don't like get to this utopia and this blissful experience, but, um, I don't, I don't struggle anymore at all with the question, does God exist? Yeah. That's not, that's not a question. Uh. (laughs) I felt like my answer, like I just landed my answer and I felt like it was so good. It was. (laughs) Uh, We did not hear any of it. So, well, we heard some of it. We had, okay. We heard some of it. Yeah. What, what, what did you, what did you hear? Oh gosh. I'm standing in one place. This is real bizarre. I don't understand what's going on here. You were talking about how uh, you don't you don't have it's not a, like whether God exists isn't a question you really you don't have to wrestle yeah. with anymore. Okay, okay, um, yeah, and and the best metaphors I can come up with are not going to be something that works for someone else. Even it's, yeah. Right. I yeah. feel like it's it's hard it's hard to we. I just have words, right? I just have words and metaphor to explain the unexplainable thing, existence. So it's it's really difficult to put put words to it that can fully express those symptoms that I feel or where exactly I am with all of this. But the best thing that I the best thing that I know how the best words that I know to explain it, the best metaphors is that I'm I'm the drop in the wave. And, and the wave is continuously spinning and rising and falling in the ocean that is God. So I am with God is all around and within me. And doesn't matter if I believe in the ocean. Mm. I'm, I'm mm. in the ocean. Mm. Damn, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad we got that. That's, yeah, yeah. that's pretty quality <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Okay. Well, my my previous landing on it was better, but you know I'll do that one. That was that was fine. <laughs> but only the people in the airport. Heard it. Yes, right. They heard, yeah. Look, did you hear that? That was great, right? <laughs> okay, we want to do a a quick like three question lightning round, mainly because some of them have to do with the book. Um, okay. And then, and then we'll we'll send you on your way. Uh, what is your favorite for him song? <laughs> oh my god. I, I, um, I, I don't know. And this is why I don't know names of songs very well. I can't even tell you all the names of our songs. <laughs> uh, so I'm really bad at that, but thank you for asking and kudos to him wherever you are out there. <laughs> Peace. Love to you. <laughs> uh, fa- favorite, favorite one of your songs to play or sing. Not does that oh, doesn't gosh. have to be your favorite song, but your favorite yeah. one to like perform. Okay. There's a brand new one that I just wrote. That I really love seeing you sing it last night. And so it's new, and I love it's. I think it's going to be called Deep Water. It's going to be on a new album. It's really fun to play. I also really love playing Ezekiel. Because uh, it's an interesting. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Because it has an interesting time signature on it. And uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Are, are, are you. Is this a Gunger song or a, a solo thing? Or are you allowed to even say that? Oh, Ezekiel the Gunger song. Okay. And then the no, one... The, the new one the, you wrote. Oh, the new one is... Um, we were just talking about that today. I don't know. We're probably going to put it on both. I'm doing a solo album, oh. and then we'll 
probably also put it on a Gunger album. Sweet. Um, yeah. All right. How? What is your your beverage of choice? Um, sparkling water, which is not that interesting. Cool. <laughs> well, you said you were drinking a lot, so that's. <laughs> I assume you weren't just drinking sparkling water during the deconstruction. If I'm drinking, I'm drinking old fashioned. Ooh. No, God. You can't go wrong yeah, with that. You can't go wrong with old fashioned. Yeah, you can't go wrong. No, 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 no. All right. Yeah, but as I get older, it like affects me more. So I like it just makes me not feel good. So <laughs> yeah, then I go to sparkling water. How boring is that? But it tastes great, and that's man, great. you you do live in L.A., don't you? <laughs> I do. I, I know. Oh, that's a real L.A. thing to Such say. Such an L.A. answer. <laughs> All right. Water. all right let's wrap it up uh where can people find information about the book where can they buy it where where can they connect with you online where are all the things thank you for asking that um they can buy the book at lisagunger.com and there's links on the website uh you can buy it at amazon.com any major bookstore um and all of that, uh, yeah, I've got an Instagram, that's Lisa Gunger. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Gunger Music is our Facebook page. Um, and there's links to buy the book on all of those pages. So the, the best way, though, is lisagunger.com. Sweet. All right. And we'll, we'll have that link in the show notes as yeah, well. It's we're not, giving, not that it's hard, but well, we'll be giving away, away, how many we're copies? going to give away three copies, three copies? on yeah. Twitter as well. So. Yep. People. Awesome, man. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah no problem. It's so, so, so good. Yeah, it's oh, good. thank you. I really appreciate everything you said. I, uh, it's been it's been a wonderful hearing the feedback because I was very anxious. It's oh, good. I'm, sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you were. Yeah. It, it, it's really good. And and we uh, are not just saying that. We read a ton of books for this podcast. Yeah. We, we really did We've read some it. before. Yep. We were like, God, that was shit. <laughs> off, off mic, but no, that it was. But this one, great. get this one. It's awesome. seriously, seriously great. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. All I right. really appreciate it. Have a All safe right, flight. Good luck with the pipes. Right. And if you see thank anything you. suspicious, please say something. Please report you know, it. I'm good. I will, so guys. Thank you for reminding me about that. You're just serving your country, community. <laughs> I don't know who you're serving, so thank you for your service. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks so much, Lisa. Now that we puked in your seat, you can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star is dead to us. Uh, feedback. <laughs> Brad took a drink. Swallow that whiskey, buddy. <laughs> uh, I can't believe nobody has put has put Aaron Neville on their board yet. Yeah. How is that possible? Why do you need it? I'm right here. Yeah, we've got Aaron Neville. <laughs> we have Michael Neville. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Neville. He's here. He's ready to go. I feel like I should, uh, in honor of Lisa Gunger, sing some Gunger songs in Aaron Neville. I feel like you shouldn't. No, okay. I, I don't think that honors the art uh, too much. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> Next time. We'll get her permission first. All right. Uh, what do we... <laughs> that was Brad. <laughs>
Man, we played the shit out of that song. Oh, oh man, it's a great freaking I song. I drop, I, I would drop D on that and then pound. My I don't strings. even really like. I don't like worship music yeah. anymore. That song still, yeah, like, yeah. is just God. It's so good. All right, well, it's got man. a good message. So, I mean, I know you yeah. make beautiful so things. Freaking great, man. Yeah. All right, that's if you'd the, like to learn more about that that song, read the book. Buy the book. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yep. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, do five star reviews. Nope. Hey guys, give us some five star reviews. It's not. Is what? What is that I'm, from? Is that it's from, from uh, Price, Price is, right? is Right? Right. Okay. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that our listeners are the worst, but our listeners are the worst. <laughs> you could definitely do you better. Could definitely, you could definitely say that they're the worst. We have more. We have more Patreon supporters than we do have reviews. Do yeah, the math. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Do the math. It's not somebody's dropping the ball. We're not mad. We're just disappointed. <laughs> five stars too. Make sure it's five stars. Otherwise, we don't, we're not interested. Everybody got that? <laughs> uh, all right. Do the do the do the twit. Do the twit. God damn it! Oh. oh man. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> all right. Uh, we so... can get through this song. <laughs> That's the trouble with that song. You have to at least get to that part. Yeah. You can't just do no, eh. I know. You got to do the whole. My my uh, Abram, my middle middle child, he he listens to that song in the shower sometimes. He'll listen to me. Really? <laughs> I heard that blasting out of the bathroom. Right it up. I was dying. He's, he's my favorite now. So That's funny. amazing. So, so funny. <laughs> Who's saying that? Survivor? Yeah. Survivor, Survivor yeah. I'm the tiger. Yeah. <laughs> and it's even funnier coming out of Abram because he's like the weakest little thing. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. I still say that Michael's version is like the Muppet version of Aaron it Neville. Yeah. But I love it. Aaron Neville was a Muppet. It's like, I, yeah. it's like Kermit banged I could, Aaron I could, Neville. <laughs> I could get closer to Aaron Neville if I listened to him. I need to start doing some like preps, <laughs> some Aaron Neville preps. I know how to do the the Yoda preps. It's like that's actually really similar to your Aaron Neville. Yeah, yeah, it's getting there. True or do not. All right, go ahead. Good God! All right, top do ten. Not. There is no there is try. No try. Scott McMillan at S McMillan, nineteen seventy. Mickey Mickey Mill Mill. At Pastor's Podcast. <laughs> At Pastor's Podcast. <laughs> I deal with the issue of death every day, and many times I have to come to grips with my impending death. For some reason, since I've been doing hospice chaplaincy work, I have never been man. more alive. Sorry, Mr. McMillan. Kud- I, I deserve more respect than Mickey Kudos Mickey to you, man. Yeah. That is not... No, it's not easy work. That's not easy work. Yep. Props to all the yep. hotel... Cha- hotel? Hospital? Hotel. Cha- hotel. Ho- hotel chaplain would suck, too. Yeah, um, I, mean, I almost said hostile chaplains. That's a totally different thing too. That would yeah. be way yeah. worse than you just yep. bunch of smelly hippies <laughs> uh, backpacking through Europe. Yeah, number <laughs> just smells like ball sweat. And, oh, we got a right. yurt out back. Yeah, <laughs> yurt. <laughs> yurt. <laughs> uh, number nine, Megan Jessup at Megan underscore Jessup. Megan, Megan, Jess, Jess. Yep, that's great. Uh, no, I'm done. That's all right. Um. 
Oh, Maggie J. Uh, nothing like <laughs> nope. nope. Nothing like listening to Sarah McLaughlin dubbed with the Pastors Podcast cussing and ranting about feelings. Few yeah. things bring me as much joy. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Number eight, Alapaki at Pakia Coy. Hey, he's back. Hey, you might want to get that checked out. Where you been? You Calculon's get... back. <laughs> hey. Hope you didn't get buried in lava. Glad to know you didn't. Yeah, apparently he didn't. Yeah. Uh, is he from, he's uh, from Hawaii. 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 Well, there's also several islands there. So, at Pastors Podcast, Foofy on Death last week was so good that even when they start called Death the Big D, suggested <laughs> Jesus said nailed it. Mentioned suck out all the marrow. There wasn't a single giggle. See, we have some restraints. <laughs> hashtag Kool Aid pickles. Very. It's the it's very the little section that really. Hashtag eat a bag of picks. Oh, like man. that. Number seven, Melissa Murray at Espresso Mama 3. At Pastors Podcast, recap, 24 minutes and 12 seconds, pulled over by Bike Cop for queuing episode 123. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Laughing, crying over wine on my deck at the 90s Christian tunes. Hashtag, I know all the words. Over ticket and memories. Two hours, 12 minutes in, has me pulling over. Hashtag, I get on my knees, was what I started singing at 2413. <laughs> Hashtag, holy tears. How do how does that not number one? Someone literally got a ticket got for a listening ticket for to, for our, for podcast. Listening to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It, that has to be a first. Someone got fined for listening to our podcast. Yep. These, are, these are hashtag goals. Squad goals, Squad guys. Squad goals. Number six. Melinda, the joyful one at Diddly Diddums. Diddums! Diddly Diddly Do Right. At Pastor's Podcast. Diddly well, do what can right. I say? <laughs> I think we have a winner. That might be better than Diddums. God. Diddly Do Right. <laughs> God, what a mess. <laughs> yep. This should be our new, this really should be our new music. Our podcast. Music. You're listening to the Pastor's Podcast. It is a yakety sack <laughs> shit show. Yakety sack. Every week. <laughs> no, uh, so at Pastor's Podcast, well, what can I say about death? I opened my copy of Thoreau's Walden and found a Joyce Meyer bookmark in there, which I promptly threw away. <laughs> Wonderful epitode with lots to think about. Hashtag holistic meat water. Hashtag <laughs> blast of sweet tropical flavor. Hashtag Chris Pratt as Space <laughs> the old, Priest. The old Jamaican blowjob. I still yeah. think Chris Pratt as Space Priest. We missed the ball. Yeah. We dropped the ball on that. <laughs> Number five, Davy Sluss at Dave the Explorer. Davy Davy Sluss Sluss. After a dark turn with last week's hashtag Long Pig Tacos and Epitode 103's, or 123's Talk About Death, I'm glad to hear the Fat Pastors segment. If Pastors Podcast tells me that I have to eat the Kool-Aid pickles, I'm out of here. <laughs> Hashtag chunky salty Kool-Aid. Hashtag off-puttingly shrunken. Hashtag blast of sweet tropical flavors. Oh, man. <laughs> Number four, Jason Williams at JDub47421 at Pastors Podcast. In high school, a group of friends and I sang it to a DC talk accompaniment in the, of In the Light. <laughs> oh, shit. I did that, too. And yep. the dog in Full House was named Comet. He was, yeah. a, he was a good doggo. There, there Hashtag was, blast of sweet tropical I'm not even flavor. remotely surprised he knows that yeah. there were for a, some no, reason. No, there are a lot of people yeah. who came at me there with, were, hey, it's Comet, it's Comet. And then later on in the episode, I say, oh, it's Comet. But, but in like the two minutes where <laughs> did you? I couldn't remember the name and the time that I said it, there are at least like five comments. <laughs> All white dudes. Me it's Comet. No, there's some, there's some white women in there, too. <laughs> So. Looking at you, white women. 
Yeah. Uh, number three. <laughs> True. Number three, Ron Smith at Stan Drew's Rebel. St. Andrews. <laughs> I like that you fuck that up every week. I it's did great. it on purpose. Listen to the new episode St. at Pastor's Andrews. Podcast on death, dying, and the acceptance of one's death is reminiscent to what I have heard from Buddhist teachers on death meditation. Well done. Do you know what Ron did today? He called 484 Pastards, or Pastard, yeah. and left a voicemail. That'll oh, be on yeah. next week's episode. Great. Get ready. Thanks, Thanks Ron. Buckle up. <laughs> Saddle up your horses. We got a trail to blaze. <laughs> Whoa! And a popular country and God's amazing grace. <laughs> Have we had any Jeff Moore in the distance on this yet? No. Why? We probably Why need to. We? I. Hey, Michael, work on that for next hey, week. Hey, Jeff Moore, uh, uh, keep going the G- distance. Gee off more. Gee off. I never. I never liked. I was always too cool for Jeff Moore. Yeah. I was never Jeff Moore. I wasn't either. No. All right. Uh, Number two, Captain Butthurt remember, at remember Snuggle DeGar- Toots. Remember DeGar- DeGarmo and Key? Yeah, I spent yeah, many, many man. days with DeGarmo. <laughs> True. But just not Key? No, he was he ran. He told my, Key to go fuck himself. Yeah, well, he, <laughs> DeGarmo ran the record company. He screwed Key out of his That map. my brother was signed to. <laughs> Key had his own, he had his own record oh label he God. did. Oh, my God. That is amazing. That is an amazing reference that no one's gonna get. I love that. <laughs> it's oh, if, you, if you're not a if you're not a Fletch fan, oh, you're not getting shit. that. Thank you very much. You're listening to <laughs> the Garmo and Key, the untold story. <laughs> For God's sake, turn it off. It's nine thirty. I want to go home. Number two, nine twenty-five. We got five minutes before you say it's nine thirty. Captain Butthurt at Snuggle Toots. <laughs> Cappy Cappy at at Pastors Podcast. If you ever find yourself in an alliteration cook-off with bros, Bibles, and beer, hashtag Bacos, Ballsacks, and Beagle Taints for the win. <laughs> Man, it's been a while since we've roasted them. <laughs> hashtag Blast of Sweet Tropical Flavor. I think that ship sailed when we were on their podcast. <laughs> yeah. When, when we, we tried to fight Jeff, or Jeff <laughs> yeah. tried to fight us? No, not Jeff. It was Scott. Oh, Scott, Scott uh, via Skype on his in his car that's right. on the on the on the four ten. Yeah. Hey, buddy. All right, number one. <laughs> I love oh, you guys. Oh, sorry. Uh, hold Don't on. Don't look at me. Wait like a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Good lord. Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> every week, man. It's never not funny. Every, that, every week I don't think about it till you start. I'm like, oh. thinking about it. Mo- the last couple of weeks I've been waiting on it. I totally forgot about it this week. <laughs> Laurel hasn't been a thing oh for like a month. God, We're yep. still running it so, into the ground. In five so years, we'll get it. We'll oh, give up on Laurel. All right. Number one, J- <laughs> Justin Combs at J underscore Combs. Hey, he also called 484Pastard. Oh, the way. thanks. The voice thanks. Jay Combs. Jay Gomez. 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 Uh, at Patrick's Tom, Podcast. Tom hi. Great discourse on death in episode 123, but I had to replay the first 15 minutes of Foofy. I lost it when I realized Inus sounds identical to how an Aussie would say the technical term for a butthole. <laughs> Try it. I'll wait. Inus. Inus. It is. <laughs> Lick my Inus. Lick my Inus. Look, my eyes, mate. <laughs> Beckery, if you could confirm, that would be yes. great. Thanks. That <laughs> lassie stuck a finger right in my eyes. <laughs> All right. Do you know why it felt good? Because of the pleasure <laughs> nerve centers on there. 
And we're back full circle. And that's how you do it. And that's how you do a, pro- a professional podcast. Yeah. Well, well done. Oh, my All God. Right. Okay. Hashtag nice Inus. No, wait, wait. No, I'll, I'll, not, hashtag oh, nice okay. Inus, mate. Hashtag blast the sweet tropical flavor. Inus. <laughs> She's All like right. a finger in my Inus. Oh, right, saucy go. lassie. Right up my Inus. Right up my Inus, mate. All right. I had a falsus. That's not an Inus. This is an Inus. Hashtag. Hashtag. Rooster, but with a W. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag straight to Whitney Houston. (laughs) And I. Never, now I can't even I, think of the chorus. I can't. Either, uh, I, can't, I, can't I, I never have. I haven't been able to forever. Uh, don't mind me. I'm just over here eating mochi. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty long. Damn. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hashtag ten minutes from paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pleasure nerves in your anus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it needs to be pleasure nerves in your anus. Anus. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced anus. <laughs> Uh, pronounced I news. Uh, hashtag hey car fucker. <laughs> hey buddy, this hey. what's going on over Ca- there? Car fucker. Car fucker. Uh, this this might this might be my winner. Hashtag wipe side to side. <laughs> They got me wiping side to side. Just, just the mental image of that. It's not going to work. I don't think way. that would do a whole lot of good. It's not going to do anything. I'm pretty sure you're going to end up with sticky undies you're a little gonna, bit later. You're going to have a smile in your underpants. Oh, my God. I love that one. <laughs> Wipe side to side. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, hashtag... Food for turtles like this podcast. What? I said that. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. Who knows? Uh, hashtag Hillary owns twenty five percent of our children. <laughs> I like that because we get tagged. Yeah. That's uh, hashtag. There's nothing. There's nothing to fix. Oh, there's nothing to fix about her. Oh, I really yeah, like that. Yeah, that yeah, was. I great. just wanted to put that down yeah. for posterity because that was a great statement. Yeah. Uh, hashtag smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> hashtag drugs help <laughs> hashtag Michael Gunger is, is, is a male floozy <laughs> hashtag a totally I totally dated Jesus <laughs> hashtag we have we have Michael Neville <laughs> uh, hashtag it's like oh it's like <laughs> it's like Aaron Neville banged Kermit <laughs> Hashtag, we've got a yurt out back. <laughs> <laughs> I love the word yurt. It's uh, <laughs> a funny one. That's pretty good. Is that, is that it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh. Hashtag, def- definitely Whitney Houston. Definitely. Hashtag, pretty consistent life ethic. <laughs> That was to you, I and I don't even remember what, what it was about. about. <laughs> I don't either. 
<laughs> hashtag, it was hilarious though. I hashtag that. green powdered anus. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag making eye contact. <laughs> uh, I just think of this guy on his knees just making eye contact with the cop. And the cop, you can see into his soul as that guy just nails a tailpipe. Uh, he sees his vinegar strokes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, hashtag rats in the fryer and the silver spoon <laughs> and the rats in, in the, the fryer and the silver spoon, spoon. The little boy blue and the man in the moon hashtag wiping on sheer instinct. <laughs> it is one of the weirdest phrases ever. That is so weird. That's not something you want to lose the instinct for. Yeah. <laughs> On sheer instinct. Hashtag perianal dermatitis. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I'd rather have AIDS. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Uh, hashtag male hussy. <laughs> hashtag is Jesus a good kisser? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hashtag not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> that's the story of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag Kermit banged Aaron Neville. Hashtag Somebody should leave a review with that being the title. Not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> Making a five star. Though. Yeah, seriously. Seriously, we need the five stars. Hashtag looking at you, white women. <laughs> nope. Nope. Hashtag he screwed key out of his half. <laughs> And now he owns the whole thing. Now he owns the whole thing. The DeGarmo Empire. Uh, I love that reference. (laughs) Man, my smile muscles are literally hurting this week. I'm so, so proud of that. Is that it? Yep, that's all all I got. I've got hashtag, hashtag it's a little soft. Uh, I'm going to vomit. Uh, hashtag, if it explodes in my mouth. Oh. Hash, hashtag, textural curveball. Oh my God. That's, that's really good. Uh, hashtag, very beanie. Uh, hashtag, red bean. Uh, hashtag, dry humping the trunk. <laughs> Oh, hashtag <laughs> Matt's whiskey dick. I just got an image of a guy trying to open a trunk of a car. That's what I thought he was doing. Oh. I realized he was inserting. Yeah. Um, hashtag rats in the fryer. Hashtag Hillary McBride is my wife. Uh, hashtag do drugs. Uh, hashtag... Hashtag friend of a friend of God. <laughs> and ha- this is something she said. Hashtag pointed questions about the penis. <laughs> I have many. Thank you. Oh, oh, my God. There's so many good ones. Oh, my my stomach. Hurts. Oh, man. What Bre- was the one you said that was so good? Um, We've got your yurt out back. <laughs> No, there was another there was, one uh, earlier. Before that? Yeah. Um, 
Man, I don't have any. Oh, wipe side to side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that one. That's, oh, I like that's that. That's my choice, Brett. You had some really good ones too, though. Uh, he screwed key out of his half. <laughs> <laughs> Making eye contact. <laughs> Wiping on sheer instincts. Oh man. I mean, if we're looking for a dark horse, perianal dermatitis. No, that's nobody can spell that. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, I like for mine. I like. Uh, man, I like making eye contact, and I like uh, wiping on sheer instinct. Oh man, out of mine, I like. Uh, oh shit, I, I like. I like several of mine. <laughs> Textural curveball, uh, dry humping the trunk, and friend of a friend of God are my are my three. Oh God, I man, I don't know. There's a lot of good ones. <laughs> there are, and it's a little soft. It's pretty great too. It's a little soft. Um, I don't care at this. You point. haven't had one chosen in a while, have you? That's fine. Wipe side to side. <laughs> I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, let's do wipe side to side. All right. We, we can pick Matt's this week. If you're listening to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social in, media. In my defense, my ego doesn't need it, but I'm pretty happy with well, that. I don't well, know. <laughs> maybe. You see you say that. Um, yeah. If, okay, I need a win, guys. Okay, we're giving Matt a win. If you, if you listen to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media. Not, None of the other two of us were buying that load of horse shit. So, so my win is wipe side to side. That's yep. my big win for the Take week. Take him where you can get him, buddy. Ariana Grande, you got me wiping side to side. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't. That's okay. All right, I made it happen. Ariana you listen to Ariana Grande. No, her brother was on Big Brother. So, oh, Frankie Grande. Was, oh, for God, somebody put a bullet in my head. Social seriously. media mogul. Mm. He was also on uh, I don't care, RuPaul's Drag Nobody Race. Cares. I don't care, Michael. All right, Twitter. Uh, hashtag wipe inside to side. Is that what we said? Yeah, yeah wipe, 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 wipe side, wipe side to side. Uh, we're at Pastor's Podcast. At Paul and a Matt, sort of. Where am I here? Are we still doing this? Yes. Are we still recording? What's your Twitter? Uh, at Polly Neighborhead. <laughs> I, I was just going to let him go. I was out. I yep. was checked out completely. At, I, at I, you, I, you, I went home 10 minutes ago. For, for 124 episodes, you've checked out every I time. I went home at the hash 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yep. Uh, at MJ Basinger <laughs> on Twitter. For God's sake, get me out of here. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Instagram, we're Glorious Bastards. Don't forget to send us a fucking yeah. voicemail. Yes. Uh, quickly not a voicemail of you <clears throat> fucking but a voicemail we've got like a please. few days yeah because we are recording on sunday so we need yeah. uh we need to celebrate the birth of this wonderful country um on the fourth of july so next wednesday we will not be recording yep so we're doing it on sunday so get your voicemail in yep. 484 <clears throat> pastor yep um we yeah. were gonna do it on Monday, but mom's gonna be here. So yeah, don't want gonna, that. Dad. That's not gonna work. Yeah, mom's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Maybe we should call her. <laughs> we should. Uh, oh my god, we totally should not tell her we're recording. Oh, dude. oh, oh my there's god. no way. Because if she ever found out that she was on the podcast, dude. she would listen, and that would be oh, the end. It That'd be, be the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> our mom is awesome in, yes. our, in her defense. It's like she gets off on being withholding. <laughs> 
No, I'm withholding it. Look at me. Getting off. All right. Subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, ingloriousbastards.com. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you. Support us on Patreon to join the Pastors Pub. Get access to our spinoff podcasts. Pastors Community Church, hymns of all of the, the shit. Um, and then buy us around and even help shape done. the content of the show. Support us think on I'm Patreon. Patreon.com. Uh, soon a PCC series on Ecclesiastes. Yep. Possibly okay. with a Matt cameo. Yeah. Followed, yeah. Up, followed up by mm. Song of Solomon? Uh, no. No, I'm not. It's okay. about it's the next dicks book. and fucking. That's, that's it's, what it's about. Yeah, it's entirely yeah. about fucking. PCC yeah. coming up about fucking. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's not that's, that's not happening. Nope. About? What we're saying oh, is Song not of Solomon. Happening. Oh. Well. Ecclesiastes, Michael. Okay. Song of Solomon's oh. fucking not it. Yeah. God. Check out the Twisted Sisters. Make, make this thing in. Check out the Twisted Sisters uh. on their Apple Podcast feed. I like that you play that. We're talking about the Anytime Twisted Sisters. <laughs> any all the do the uh, check them out. It's been weeks, man. We need to get this settled. It, uh, you know, Virgil has these dogs. And uh, the gun shop will mess his dogs up. I'm sure you can hear it. It's still my uh, favorite. Hearing the shotgun blast. If, if you, you could call me. You know, I hate to, uh, I hate to call the police. have to have the police out here, but. You know, he he doesn't need to be shooting in the backyard. Uh, give me a call, thanks. Everyone has a Oh, my stomach hurts.